Hey, welcome to the show. Hi, it's hey, August 10th. welcome to the show. Oh, actually, it's not, because if you're going to listen to this the day it comes out, it'll be August 11th. No, today's actually August 11th, I believe. It's not true. I'm pretty sure it is. It's not true. Check it out. August 11th, uh, tomorrow. Just kidding. <laughs> Which is going to be the day you're going to listen to this. Did you know that uh, you also said... You said it's August 1st. Well, that's because I was, I was happy about August 1st, but now I'm not happy because it's hot. The excitement <laughs> took you over. I'm hurting myself. Let me just move this really quick just a little bit. What? Who? So, yeah. So. What's going on today? Well, we're, we're doing another episode because we want to do this. So Yeah, I mean, um, I, I kind of feel like this is always. I mean, it was a, a party last time. Last hard. time it was a party because we had people with us, but now it's yeah. just aloneness, alone time. Last time was definitely a party. Alone time. We had two whole guests. Mm. Speaking of which, I was wondering uh, just now, because I don't know what to talk about at this moment. Well, I have something to oh, say. I know, I'm going to say at this moment, like at this exact time. Um, how many guests do we have in total? Different people, not the same people. One, two, three, four, five, five. Well, let's see. Luke, Caleb, Timmy, Tim, Dawson, Drew, Danny, Michaela. Yes, seven. Not bad. So, anyway. You always forget the redhead. This, uh, okay, anyway, yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Well, we have a list. I added some notes as well. Cool. So we can talk about I just want to, first of all, I just okay, want to mention how cool is it that when we post it on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. we have people who actually respond and reply. Yeah, I think it's sweet. For example, I mean, of course, this goes without saying, Frank Ireland, of course, we mentioned him like every second podcast. Absolutely. He's so cool. And he always keeps replying to yeah, us. And he's like, he reviews the podcast a little bit, That's which great. is the best thing in the world because we love reading that. And it's like so great. And if we could double like it, we would double like it. Two thumbs up. Like uh, double like. No, it's sweet. Like Roger awesome. Ebert, like Mayor Ebert. We but there's also, there's also a lot um, of people. Uh, I, see, I don't want to mention them by name, but we know these guys who are because I don't know if they want to be mentioned by name. Yeah, so we'll just we'll just go and, with I, and the, some I can't pronounce either. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> so, actually true. But we know those two people who have been really active this whole time mm-hmm. and asking away, uh, you know, and, and giving us news, so maybe we can talk about things. It's so feedback. great. It's I, nice. I love them. It's nice. I love them. And it's cool. You know, it's it's cool. As part of the idea, at least, was kind of not so much. It was more like you know. We're just talking, you know. Yeah, so it's, it's a wonderful you can, you can day join in the you neighborhood. Can talk, you can talk as well, and we can talk together. And that's the kind of thing that we're going for. This isn't anything superficial, even though sometimes when I'm sitting in this position, it's difficult. And it feels like I have to like make Why? a speech. Why? Because our, our microphone stands are broken. Yeah, our microphone stands are completely broken because we picked the cheapest one. No, oh, we, like you. I yes, picked the cheapest, you picked ones the cheapest ones. Just like you I'm picked a, the cheapest computer case for me, and it's really I'm tiny. I'm a miser, I guess is what you call that. You're right? a Jew. Yeah, secretly. Yeah. And I uh, went, and when we bought these this this equipment, I picked yeah. cheapest cheapest microphone stands, and then cheapest pop. Fil- well, actually, I didn't get the cheapest pop filters. Cause I was thinking it's better to get better pop filters. Um, but the same thing with Philips case is that when we're buying computer component components, cheapest case, bad idea because that just proves yeah. that Remember never how buy a cheap case. It took us like an hour just to put in the uh, motherboard yeah. like just sliding that motherboard in there motherboard motherboard no but it was like super tight I mean like on the corners it was you know maybe like a centimeter yeah, yeah. it was bad um, so the rule of thumb is basically always buy anything above the lowest tier anything above the lowest tier even if it's like you know a couple bucks extra now you know Jack. just buy that or look for you know brand-ish names that, that's also like a good thing like these pop filters like I mentioned before are K&G I think that's what the brand is but that's some brand that makes you know they're known for making equipment for music. Right. Whereas the stands are by some cheapo brand from I don't know where. 
you know, no <laughs> from from the so, from the from the boondocks. And now we have we have broken stands, and yeah. But anyway, you know, it'd be sweet. What? It'd be sweet to have a table. Oh yes, and we get a table, and then we have like. Microf- what do you mean? Didn't you see the picture on our high tech studio? Uh, do you really do? Do you, do you think that's a farce? Do you think we're we're we're? Well, uh, I guess it just proves that my standards we're lying are lying to people. We're lying. Apparently, I look at we're it every lying? day, and I got so used to it that mm. I've become in, um, unappreciative of our studio, and that's not good. Yeah, and I don't want to do that. So, I think it's great what we have right now. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I mean, with the pictures, I mean, we transport that <laughs> studio every week to different locations. Indeed, you know. Jetpacks. We went to space last time. It's great. Wait, in 4D. That's pretty good. Yeah, you know, foley artists. <laughs> I love as it, we yeah. all know because we are we're learned people when it comes to things like this. Uh, when you can't get the right effect, just use your mouth. Mm, that's true. <laughs> We're gonna go back to the uh, airplane pilots. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 we're not doing that. We've, we've, we've. That joke we're is retired. That. that joke is retired. It's been ex- exhausting. Or is it? Until next time. <laughs> no, we'll do it so, like in the next ten episodes. So yeah. Okay, so um, we've got a few so things to say. This time we've came, we've come in, pre- we've come in, we've came in, we've 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 come in, Phil. We've come in prepared. Yes. Yes. We're marching in prepared with a list of things that we um, want to like, you know, talk about. Yeah, maybe like, just kind of touch on, touch on some some uh, topics that in we In case you didn't know enjoy. who I was, my name is Phil. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I would never have guessed. <laughs> I feel like we were definitely repeating ourselves. I remember one time we did, there was like an episode or something where we were like, I'm <laughs> Phil, I'm Jake. I'm like, oh, on the title it yeah, says okay. Phil and Jake. I want to mention a few things. What do you want to mention? What I did this week. Um, and, uh. What I did this week was pretty cool, I have to say, uh, as far as compared to doing nothing, yeah. compared to doing something. So it's pretty cool in that sort of little I think you're right. It is pretty uh, cool. Change. I did some commissions and I completed them. How great is Good. that? Good. That's great. Yes. Um, now I don't have commissions to do. But you will because our amazing listeners yeah. will write to other people. Of course. <laughs> But other than that, I try practicing drawing, as everybody knows. I sometimes do, like, drawing stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, artworks and whatever. But lately I've been having some art blogs. And that is uh, actually a factor of uh, probably the heat, pretty much. I just can't concentrate when it's so hot, and uh, I only have a pathetic little fan. Like, I know we have a giant fan downstairs, um, which we could use to ventilate the room, uh, because our air conditioning... <laughs> is non-existent on this high-tech studio. You'd think we'd have all the high technology. In this high-tech studio, you mean? Well, it's on it because it's the pipes that mm, go yeah, around. They go on the Sorry, building. Sorry, that, that's a good scapegoat there. That is pretty cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's been reaching quite a few uh, high, high, degrees. high degrees. But I know there's a few other people who live in places that are burning infernos all year round, most of the time. So I have no reason to be complaining. But it's still, it, it, it gets a little true. bit, it, but, but it, it affects but it, but lots it, of kind of productivity. And it, and it changes, end. I think, the kind of, you know, the, it's, it's a different, it's, it's a little bit more, uh, you know, the, the issue becomes more complex when it's, when it's, the environment's hot and things, it's harder to, you know, it definitely think is. Of it feels like I don't want to touch any uh, intricate equipment that includes 
pen tablets or yeah, mouse you think your computer is going to explode? I think my keyboard, um, yeah, my computer is going to explode, spontaneously combust from the heat. I think the hard drive. It just feels that way, and it feels like why am I putting this monitor on this huge giant screen that I keep having? And it always feels like it's eventually going to go off color because it's just emitting so much heat and so much mm. brightness. Though I would like to find this out. Is, these are the issues that I have when it comes to being when it's know, so hot. Yeah, and terrible. I mean, it's a good question. I don't know. It feels like I don't think the computer would be affected so much by I mean, obviously, it can be affected. I mean, performance can be affected. I don't know if there's any long-term damage, though, because it feels like the temperature has to be, you know, higher, be higher than what we're experiencing in order for the computer to be damaged. Yeah, but a good question, the outdoor though, is temperature isn't as hot as what we have in indoor. this room, yeah, which I know. is incredible. It's like maybe double. But maybe Probably we should look that. up, though, at least, like how uh, temperature affects uh, microphones, because... We're talking about that right as well. Yeah, I was. I'm very afraid of that. I don't know about that because we don't it's have a good, any good, though. good containers to contain our our audio equipment, and I'm yeah. always afraid. Oh, of maybe we moisture. should get one of those little yeah. suitcases. Remember that? Yeah. With the foam, it looks yeah. so official, and you pop it in. It's like that um, Avengers DVD set. If uh, you've seen those for like a hundred dollars or yeah, something. Yeah, that's cheap. I want to get it. I wouldn't get it's that. Plasticky. No, but thanks, it's a cool idea. Man. It's a cool idea, though. It's a cool so. idea executed fairly cheaply. Yeah, and then they charge like two hundred bucks for it. it Granted, real? all the movies are on there, all the Marvel movies. But I mean, that's the thing, though. That's the thing, though. So I have art blocks occasionally, and especially One these second. days, I won't be. And I think that also affects our. Yeah. Um, yes. Duh. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's talking on the phone. Okay. Oh, it's so hot! Can't believe it. I can feel the sweat trickling down my chest and I'm wearing a t-shirt and I just feel the beads you know when you feel the beads it okay. really feels so it feels like you shouldn't be here it should you shouldn't be around any any of these things you're creating problems for yourself it's just no good anyway uh after this call of yours don't you think like sometimes we're like I don't know it just seems like I feel like it's I don't know it's, it's hard to like it's hard to be super casual. I don't know. You know. I think that? what I've just noticed, what? but with me talking, what? is I have a hard time getting words into my head and then taking them out with personality and with, um, you know, like see, I'm moving my vocal cords up and down so I can create some sort of emotion. But, but the thing is, like, here's so the I thing, don't ready? sound like an idiot all the time. I know, but I don't know. And I think that to me is the hardest challenge doing that, balancing it with trying to think of things to say without mumbling or stuttering. That is the problem. What about you, Jake? Well, I think that it doesn't really matter so much, personally, and I think that we can probably just talk normally. I That's what we I were doing just now. I know, I know, but it does feel a little bit like we're trying to like be oh, entertaining and oh, make well, this. I, mean, I think it's, it's good practice. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I mean, we've done it before, but you know, maybe we should try it one time, just totally just... That's what we're doing now. Good. But I don't want to talk normally, because then when I use my normal talk, I'm just like, oh, this, is, you can't hear, you can't understand what I'm saying. Toby, you don't talk about that. Come on. You don't talk about it, right? <sighs> yep. Okay, so moving on. Um, there's one thing I wanted to mention for like three episodes. What? By the way, I just have to mention how hot and terrible it We've is. We've said that before. It wrecks, it wrecks produ- uh, productivity. It's true. I totally agree, man. Thank you. That's I all agree. I wanted to say. I and this past I, week has, I, I hate these past it's... weeks have been so repetitive. Yeah, that's true. I, you know, there's no way to break out of the repetition. So it's really difficult for us to think of any topics that are, you know, relevant to us that we've experienced that would be more fun to 
talk about that would have a personal yeah. flair to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, we'd just be saying weird things, such as right now. And it feels like we complain all the time, but <laughs> the only reason we do that is because we don't really, we're not, we don't go out much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, At least not now. True. It's true. The, this is this is this is Currently, a period, it's, it's, a, a it's, period it's, of, of of desert. And it's a period of let's just call it a transitional period. Desert it's, and um, It is. It's not period. so eventful, and we have um, op- some obligations. Which is kind of how like that, this so, is, which is yeah. the period which we start the blues period, which we started this podcast. Yeah, anyway. exactly. So I feel, I, like, I feel like this podcast is also a bit of a help in that sense. You know, it's yeah. kind of like a a bridge in a way. You know, it's so very, we can hang out and talk yeah. about stuff, but you know, not we're not necessarily so. I would like to know what will happen. Doing Eventually, our yeah. When we get out of this, when we get out of this ditch, yeah. I would like to know how it would feel once we talk about stuff and we actually are able to be active. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because like currently we're not super active in, in terms know, of like yes. doing the stuff that we kind of want to do. So, but yeah. But anyway, that's okay. Um, yeah, that's fine. We're we're content. Um, I just wanted to share this little Tumblr comic that I laughed at. Okay, let's see this. Can you believe it? Tumblr of all places. Tumblr of all places. Um, no, Tumblr changed our logo when we saw. Oh yeah, we did. That we were special at U that's just logo cut off. Website, and the only thing they really changed is yeah, the U yeah. on the, the, the serif. I don't know why. I guess it's, that'd be cool. That'd be cool to talk about logo changes. And okay, design. well we're gonna do that for next time. Okay. Um, we can maybe have someone on or something. Now this is this 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 is uh, I've had frustrations about you know like I would love to talk about uh, fandoms mm-hmm. and um, fan uh, culture. Culture, culture, stuff like that. But, you know, because it's interesting to think about that because just, you know, let's say 20 years ago, people weren't as hyped up about mm-hmm. stuff than they were today. Um, I think uh, maybe part of that is also that I think we've hit a point, like we mentioned before in a couple and the of Comic-Con ago, one? Yeah, the Comic-Con one, where uh, stuff has hit mainstream, I think, more than ever. Was that what you were talking about? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Being a nerd is mainstream exactly, cool yeah. stuff. Before, I'm such a nerd guy. But isn't it true, though? I mean, I'm, we don't have, at least I don't have much of a experience with kind of like real nerd culture. But I do get the feeling that um, nerd culture before was, it was, a, it was a subculture, definitely, you know. And uh, people probably either looked down at it as not being a real profession or not being a real interest. Um, whereas now, you know, people are doing a lot of stuff, which I think is cool. That has to, has to do with these kind of nerdier realms, which is all fine and good, which is great. Um, but it's, at the same time, it's become, you know, just saturated and just overhyped. And, yeah, and trendy it, it, trends. And it, yeah, trendy trends. It becomes this thing where it's like, you know, comes in as fast as it goes out or whatever. How that phrase? Yeah, goes. trendy trends. And so, yeah. um, with that in mind, I found this little comic, which was kind of fun. Uh, the comic is is a little strip. I don't know who made it. But it's from Miss Marvel. Oh, is it from a comic? Issue or? six. Oh, really? Yeah, and she's uh, fangirling over Wolverine. And so, uh, what happens is uh, in this comic, uh, <laughs> like the whole thing is the whole thing is there in the sewer or something. It's it's in between probably some. We'll other link panels. it. Obviously, yeah, we'll link it. And basically, the premise is that the girl's fanning out over Wolverine. Yeah, and Wolverine's like, "Are you out of your mind, kid? I could have killed you. What in the heck are you doing down here?" Yeah, the narrate the And comic. she goes, she goes, I can't believe it i'm gonna pass out i totally put you first in my fantasy hero team up bracket huh put on next page you're wolverine my wolverine storm and space fanfic was the third most upvoted story on freaking awesome last month it's taking too long anyway True. you guys you, you <laughs> we have to put this in if you want to doesn't matter 
But it's hilarious because uh, this is, it shows exactly, exactly what the fangirl mentality mm, yes. is all about. They'd rather watch, you know, and it's a different aspect, which made me laugh. So I, it was, it was, it was funny. No, I, mean, I thought we were talking about the. I was. Oh, so do you think it's good? It made me laugh because it's exactly what uh, fan culture. Yes, is like. Yeah, for yeah. for for many people, which is so funny to me because it's like it misses the entire point. But then exactly. again, everybody else can enjoy. Yeah characters but it's just it just feels like why the hype why the excitement why all this exactly this is, will be the never-ending question but don't, this but don't you also, yeah don't you also think though that sometimes a comic like this um they change uh, the characters like for example wolverine it doesn't seem like his personality would ever do that in a comic like that don't you think what do you mean he's 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 like i don't have time for this i know but in this comic he's like asking questions like who's number one and he's like this is the worst day or something it's like, so he sounds great kid Wait, so what's, what's, what's up with his story? Oh, wait a second. So this comic Cyclops was written re- by someone showing how like weird this is. Yes. An- ah. um, Cyclops and Emma Frost's romantic vacation in Paris. Okay, I get it now. The worst day of my life. I get it now. I think I was reading it, I was reading it See, too like, much. You as have like a no idea how movie. excited I am to meet you. We are totally twinsies. I've got... Just okay, I get it. Because I thought, I thought the person who wrote this was that girl. No, apparently not. Deviant art. That's what I thought it was. But you see, that that's exactly what it is. Like we're yeah. twinsies, Wolverine. I can't like Deadpool. <laughs> well, Deadpool. That's Best insane. Buddies. But I mean, like um, yeah. But like any other kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like fandom. Like for example, a uh, Hannibal. There's this new TV show with uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Playing Hannibal, and it's supposed to be super. Se- I don't know what it is because I've only TV watched the show? first episode with Luke. Yeah, it's a TV show now called Hannibal. Hannibal. Are we talking about Hannibal Lecter? Not okay. Not the one with the elephants. Um, and God, you know, the so there's a bunch of gruesome murders and blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. And uh, guess what? Girls love this show for some reason. Well, I mean, this is that sounds, that sound, that sounds so dumb. I mean, I'm just, I mean, like, there's a lot of uh, female audience mm-hmm. uh, that likes this show. Yeah. And you know what they call themselves? Uh, they call themselves the Hannibalites. Fanables. Fanables. And then they draw little comics of of Hannibal and the detective main character eating. You know, but it's drink, a gruesome drinking show, tea. right? But it's but the characters are so cute. So mm. cute! Ah, yeah. I don't you know see about that. this yeah. that sort of Not thing? My, it's just, yeah. I, I don't understand that. Like, I don't understand either. So I, I don't know. you know, you know, actually, you know what that does to me, right? What does it do? It actually makes me not want to watch the movie, the, the show, yeah, that's because true, it cheapens the the seriousness of like what they're trying to depict. I don't even know the show and, and what also, it's about, but apparently it's supposed to be serious and with the, all these murders and whatever. I don't know. I watched the first episode; yeah. it's okay, but um, how am I gonna take it seriously if we get fables? Oh, and, everybody, and wear it, your antlers! <laughs> Like, and it also kind of feels like maybe if that show attracts, um, you know, that kind of fan base. And it's not that they're not, it's not that these these characters, it's not that these fans don't understand the show. They totally understand the show, but they're always skewing it to be cute. To be what they want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that that can be good sometimes, but at the same time. Of course. I mean, that's that's the problem. People always think that I want to stop this. I don't want to stop this. I just. I just get upset about it. Well, it's just also kind of, I guess, a strange (laughs) This is like number, this is like number four. Five that yeah. we brought this up. I can't help it because it's everywhere though. Like I mean, like if you just we're go not on, discussing it. If you go on like Tumblr, what do you mean you're not discussing it? Like no one's discussing. It. Oh, okay. Like on the internet stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It's because like you go on Tumblr or something, you see something, you go to Reddit, and it's <laughs> yeah. like it's like on the front page. It's everywhere. Or um, but yeah, so it's like it's something. It's that, everywhere. I, I guess it's something to do also definitely with being you know uh, our generation. You know, but this just it is just so it's just like cheapening all. Yeah, the and I agree. I mean, like I, I feel like in my opinion, the best approach would be to be. 
uh, generally more laid back and stuff and kind of take your time and take things one step at a time and just going, oh, okay, is this good? Do I like this? And kind of, you know, evaluate yeah, yeah, yeah. what you like. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that that seems to be, you know, that's why you have such cool fan clubs that know a lot about, let's say, the, the subject oh, that, you're talking about. Oh, that's right. That, those are the real fans that I like. Yeah, and they're discussing about. it cool. And it's like, oh, and okay, they're, they're, not, they're not going, I'm still shaking. That episode exactly. was just, yeah. Exactly. It's more, it's more level-headed and going, oh, yeah, I'm like, I didn't really like that so much, but you like Here's that? Here's a good okay. example. A good example of this is Original Trilogy Diet. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I think we've talked about them once before. They talk, sometimes they get excited, but that's, you know, that's understandable. But, you know, most of the time they're just very level-headed about... Uh, the Star Wars universe, and when they talk about it, they talk about it, and when they they have something they don't but like, that, they talk about, they discuss about what they don't like, but they talk about what they do like, and mm-hmm. they like, and then for them personally, some people will be like, this was so important, this was so cool for me. Yeah. Cool. And the next guy will be like, and the next guy will be like, yeah, okay, I totally see that, you know, uh, Kiari Mundi 57. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, but again, I, it feels like... And it's not like someone's going to post a picture of Kiari Mundi as a little child hugging Baby Yoda. Speaking of which, you know what I have to mention now? And you know, like, and yeah, it will say Jedi Masters to the end. Oh, see, that's the stuff because it's taking like the source material and like making it into something that's not meant to be. Because, like, the real Kiari money would be like touching, but uh, I think we have to go to the situation at hand. Yeah, it's in, it's in character. The Trade right? Federation is attacking the city. Here's another thing I'd say they would never post um, the Lord of the Rings <laughs> theory of Gandalf yeah. talking about <laughs> That is another we have to talk one. About we have okay, to talk let's about do it. Just so, because if you were around Facebook, this or, re- week. or Reddit, wasn't it Reddit or no? Reddit, Facebook, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know, guess you know those subscribe those, to BuzzFeed, the vanilla, those, those, the vanilla sub, those stupid, the those stupid quote unquote uh, trendy. Those, yeah, like, I don't know who makes these because there's like it's just a black background. Yeah, it's garbage. And it's just you can tell it's been it's a JPEG that's been shared like 50 yeah. times and it's already crumbling from the compression. Okay, go ahead. Um, and if you've noticed that some people were sharing it on Facebook, not no blame to them, but. Yeah. Uh, what a misinformed article! You're crazy, yeah. That, that's also that's not, that's not fun because like the person who wrote it, uh, they probably thought it was cool and whatever. And it's like writing, writing a fan fiction, right? And they're looking through. Maybe these he was and, a troll. Yeah, maybe you know, never know. I don't know because this is just so stupid. If you have, if you just read the book, you would know exactly how wrong this is. Yeah, and it's just weird to me. I don't really care about that whole post. No, those happen all the time. Yeah, but it's just that the misinformation of it. Yeah, and people is, are going. My mind has been legitimately blown. Yeah, and I wonder. Like, I, I feel like. It's again, you know, Facebook. At least there's if if you're subscribed to some certain people or something, thing. you That's end up getting these Buzzfeed. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? And other people posting, I, posting things. on Facebook. I just have people that I know. Yeah. Not that I know of, that I know mm-hmm. personally, and uh, that I know through other people. Yeah, like. But a, I know mutual, that they're real people. Like they're people that I would actually be able to talk to in real life. Yep. Um, there's some people, and you know, have been increasing uh, people that like my audiobook yeah. that I accepted to be friends with because i think that's that's really nice to see other people and then you know talk to them have mm-hmm. a little interaction and they're nice people and everything of course but i'm just saying that uh these uh, personal friends they start they keep linking things from buzzfeed and from not from imger that kind of stuff yeah and uh what is you know why what is this becoming i would like to see i don't care like for me Photos of their vacation are a little bit more important than uh, this dog beat cancer and he got a present. What happens next will blow your mind. Or break your heart. Or break your heart. Could be either or. But yeah. the important thing is the title is leading you into. Yeah. There was a website I, I think someone made. I hate those so much. It's like website. you click, 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 click. I don't even touch those. When I see them, I just go, nope. 
Yeah, there was a website that The Onion put out called Clickhole, I think it was called. See, I underappreciate The Onion. Why? I know it's satirical, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's just always so hard for me to just... To read and stuff? To read, yeah. I think the funny thing about The Onion is Because it feels like I already know it's going to be a joke. Yeah. The funny thing about The Onion is that it seems to me kind of crazy how there's a whole team of people who are writing satirical articles, right? About mm-hmm. current events. And it's just strange how there's there's so much work into it, and the whole thing is just a, just a huge joke. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're never going to sit all day well, reading the. They actually they had, actually, I don't they had the were. actual newspapers. Remember? Yeah. We were running around Chicago, and that was hilarious, man. Somewhere. But the funny thing, okay, talking about this this um, Gandalf stuff, right? Yeah. With the misinformation, I think. Did we even mention what it was? Like the oh, what, yeah, what what, Gandalf's like a fan theory about Gandalf. Why didn't he use the eagles in Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Yeah. To complete the quest. And the whole thing was, was the whole thing was that Gandalf. His whole plan was to use, to use, <laughs> the, use the eagles secretly, and he would not. He didn't tell anyone. No one. No he one. Would, at all. He would never tell anyone until he got to a certain point in the journey, <laughs> right? And so he's keeping it secret, even to Elrond. You're like, oh, no one can know about this. And so then, then what happens is that his his plan is foiled because they <clears throat> because he fights the Balrog, right, in uh, Moria. Moria. And so he he's about to, you know, he's holding on the edge of the of the Kazadum bridge that's been broken, and then. And the guy who wrote this was like, in his desperate attempt, Gandalf told, <laughs> hoping someone would know what he meant. Fly, you fools. <laughs> and none of the fellowship knew. And it's like, well, of course he wouldn't pick those those words. Why would Gandalf? Well, it's ridiculous. The whole uh, thing is I stupid. was talking to this with our friend Riccardo Ricobello, who uh, is a Italian. Uh, he does the Italian Master, version Master of, Dubber. if you know about our Lord of the Rings audiobook, well, mine, any, any, I'm the only one who worked on that. Um, he actually asked me a very long time ago if he would did like he, to... Did he interview or no? You? No. That wasn't recorded. No. Though, right? Okay, sorry. Someone else. But he, he was Completely unrelated yeah. Italian uh, journal... Okay, sorry. Journalist. I got I no idea But why. I know about Ricardo. Um, yeah, yeah. And we should get him on the podcast. I think it'd be cool. We should talk about Lord of the Rings audiobooks. I think he'd be the perfect person. And maybe like dubbing? Because he does dubbing? And, yeah. Because that sounds cool. And, and voice acting. Yeah, voice acting. Talking about... The, sorry, I'm just... Okay, anyway, <laughs> but I wanted to say this. Did you want to say something else about the Gandalf thing? Yeah, and we were talking about that and we were joking about it and he was like, yeah, it's like Gandalf is. He well, he would be starting to say the directions. Go over there, no, 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 yeah. before you sh- use a flight. <laughs> Fight with the eagles, with the eagles, eagles. Eagle number two, eagle number two will get you to this yeah. point, and eagle number three. Yeah, but no, the whole Gandalf thing is this, right? So I read an article recently. It was actually today, recently, today in the morning, which is pretty cool. I shared it on Twitter, so if you follow me on Twitter, you can read it. Uh, oh yeah, follow him on Twitter. A, follow a, a journalist, a journalist, and I know a lot of people write about the internet a lot. You know, and people write, yeah. oh, the internet is from political perspectives to uh, you know ethical perspectives, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but this guy, I think, made some really good points about this. We're talking about sharing and misinformation. What was interesting was he was talking about how how today, at least, especially our generation, we're so used to using the internet as a source of information. That of course a lot of we time, do. Well, yeah, well like guess what I saw? Guess what use. I saw? Just today, what? a few hours ago, before we did this podcast yeah. uh, recording, I was looking at um, Frozen. Yeah. Uh, this is another thing, yeah. Um, <laughs> Frozen 2 is officially happening. That was the headline. Uh, Frozen 2 officially happening, yeah. right? But as a book. Really? Like a book. Like they're, you know, Disney publishing, they want yeah. to make some books and, you know. They but it's going to be a continuation? Yeah. Frozen? So it's going to be Frozen 2 and 3 or whatever, but it's yeah. going to be a book. They're going to be like kids' books. Like, oh, kids' books. No, well, thought, no it's not going to be like full-blown I thought, I thought, full Because they're going to, you know, now it's like, it's like that, Game of Thrones. Yeah, now it's that four-quadrant thing yeah. we were talking about. Oh, four-quadrant. now for the adults, because Disney knows the adults. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. So now it's satisfying. But no, the headline didn't say book, right? okay. But it said it on the in the article. So... Me, being me, I usually read the article before I do anything else. As you do. Um, 
and then I go down and read the comments. Oh, no. And it's just people talking about, what? Haven't we had enough? Disney, do something original for a change. I don't want to see Frozen 2, the movie. And people are actually talking about this if it was a sequel, just because the, the headline didn't yeah. say anything about the book. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think it's a great example. I mean, like... Um So, and so this this Gandalf thing reminded me. I mean, it's a very small scale thing, but it's still I think it's still the spread of mis- misinformation uh, because the person who wrote this he wrote it as a, an opinion, you know. And it feels like a lot of people who are probably reading it are going, you know, this is the greatest, you know, I can't believe I didn't see this. This makes so much sense. Um, and usually for people who didn't read the book, so it's interesting to me because I feel like, and a, and a good point he makes in the article is that he mentions that. Um, at least our generation, we've become at the same time more skeptical at believing stuff on the internet. For example, like fake pictures, Photoshop pictures. Like oh, for I example, our generation, we're probably those. we're easier going. That's fake, you know. Like looking at it and saying this is probably fake, you know. Yeah. Uh, whereas the old generation probably, you know, because they were used to actual journalism, you know, in the in, in the past where things were fact checked and things and, and, and th- <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yes, it, it went through because, it went through a process that was very and meticulous. it was slower. It was slower. News was slower before. Of course, it was. I think it's yeah. a fact. Even 20 years ago, it was slower. Whereas now, everything is just people copy each other from news portals and just and they post stuff every. <laughs> yeah, like, just, just get them hits. But it's so true, and it's like, and that's how misinformation spreads. And so I think that um, a good thing he uh, said was that. We're more skeptical, let's say our generation, but at the same time, we don't bother really to care about sources. Sometimes, you know, <laughs> that's so funny. Like Wikipedia, so, though, it's like this, 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 but it's two so true. opposite. But it's so true polar like, opposite. We use Wikipedia spectrum. all the time, and I love Wikipedia. It's yes, great. Yeah, but there's obviously stuff in there that's not correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and there was remember the article a long time ago that we man, talked this about? ties into all our topics that we actually posted yeah, I know, it's on great. there. Um, remember that article? You probably sent it to me. Actually, it was, I it sent was, it to you. Yes. Yes. Uh, I so sent you what? Topic that you, I'm so bad at this. This topic that you sent me. What did you send? What did I send you? Um, it was like three years Come ago, I think. Visit the woods. Dranghart. It was like three years ago, I think. It was called like the battle about. I don't know. I should link it. It's like the battle for Wikipedia or something. I can't remember. But basically, a the guy. Battle of shit, I'm you. A guy. Um, I'm gonna get this guy's toes wrong. But the point is that he had a primary source of a dispute, historical dispute on Wikipedia. Uh huh. He had a primary source, like an actual, you know, historical source from that <laughs> event, and they wouldn't accept it in Wikipedia because of the, yeah, the yeah. how Wikipedia has it set up that you have to have secondary sources and you know the rules of Wikipedia. Right. So the But, crazy uh, thing was nostalgia critic gets his, his own, own Wikipedia. Wikipedia website. See, that, that's as another as thing like as well. Like a legitimate, like a legitimate, legitimate TV show. But if you would put, if you had a TV show on YouTube mm-hmm. and you're starting out yeah. and you post it on Wikipedia, you'd be deleted instantly. No, even though the, even if it had uh, another website saying, "Look at this show," exactly. But that's the weird. thing. So, so the guy weird. who had a primary source couldn't get it accepted to Wikipedia because of the system and because of the people running Wikipedia and so on and so forth. So it just yeah. goes to show that, you know, let's say how Wikipedia has it set up is great, but on one hand, it's not, you know, it's not Encyclopedia Britannica, right? Who has, yeah. like you mentioned also in the article, experts, you know, who work on topics. <laughs> but no, but there are experts definitely on Wikipedia at the same time, right? Yeah, I know, I know. But I think that the, 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 the demographic is that um, the majority of people on Wikipedia are... Probably laymen or something. People who are you know have interest in well, the topics. There have to be. I mean, it's huge. Yeah, exactly. But that's that was really interesting to me, and I, I yeah, you check it out. Pretty cool. That is very interesting. What was what, what, um, the article? Just go to my Twitter. It's, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, go to his no, Twitter. No, 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 really, no. seriously. <laughs> the the article, I don't have Twitter. I don't the use article Twitter. Jacob was because um, he has a phone. You should you should, uh, should go on a. I don't know, see what he has to say because he has a lot of things. To say. I'll post the post the link in the show notes as yeah. they say because I forgot the title. So uh, I'm looking at Cinema Blend here because mm. they're talking about Frozen 2, which is, is, is what we're Cinema Blend about. like a screen rant. Yes, 
these, pretty much. these portals that just pretty pop much. out articles every two seconds. Pretty much, which is exactly what we're talking about. And we were talking about how Random House is going to publish these uh, books, which is Children's funny. Books, but right? the only reason I mention this is because uh, people are hyping over it. You'll ruin it! I'm actually reading the comments okay, here. Let's see. You'll ruin it! Froze it was perfect! Here we go, I got one. Do you want to build a publishing empire? Lamau. <laughs> uh, but it's also, yeah, forget this. Yeah. yeah. So what was the point? Did you, did you want to say something with the article? With the article? Nothing. I mean, just wanted to say that it's funny no? how people just didn't really read it. And then know, they started talking about how it's a movie. Um, but also, Fox launches mentoring program for female directors, which I just caught my eye right there on the related stories little That's button. That's so weird. Sounds kind of stupid, honestly. Yeah. It's just like, why don't they just have a mentoring program for directors? For directors? That sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Because uh, it, mm. it really, it, but not only, it just feels like Fox Launch's mentoring program for black directors. Yeah. It's like, what the same thing, exactly. <sighs> We're done here. Okay. Let's talk about some other, uh, you want to talk yes, about? Yes, let's talk about some stuff. Okay, so. Next up is? Well, this week, what we had is some major turmoil, Ooh, because yes. I remember this, I was one of the first to know this, because this is before anybody posted on my Facebook page, oh, wow. and I know some people who are in Los Angeles, and they should have had this news at the beginning, because it's all about entertainment, but, you know, Variety this doesn't magazine. come from Los Angeles, this comes from Japan, and it's yes. Studio Ghibli. Studio? Studio. Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli, the uh, famed uh, production house. Uh, I don't think they distribute. Where the were they actually? Remember where? Toho. What town were they? They're in Japan. In Tokyo somewhere. <laughs> I meant that Tokyo, not Japan. Wow. Yeah. They're in Japan. I can't tell you exactly what address it is, but, but it was Tokyo. Uh, yeah. Yes. Anyway, cool. Uh, it's this studio that was, um, you know, created by primarily, you know, everybody knows Hayao Miyazaki and right. Isao Takahata. Um, to make uh, animated features, and right. I think we all know their influence, and we all know their. Um, I think I was wondering about this actually. Widespread animation uh, lovability. Yep. Uh, you know the the the, the craft that they uh, created. Yeah, the the um, approach they take. I was going to say, um, do you think that John Lasseter had something to do with it, bringing it to America, for example, in the West? I think kind Disney of? does have. Uh, yeah, because they. Everybody at Pixar, everybody like who's an animation fan who likes you know two yeah. D animation, I'm sure they, they would know they would about know, yeah. this. And it's not, I don't like saying animation because, as Brad Bird always yeah. says, <laughs> animation is not a genre. genre. And I totally agree. I sh- of it's course so I agree. But it's, it's hard. Form. It's hard also not to put it into animation because because you know half of it is about the you know people interested in seeing animation. Yeah. Like, you know, colorful characters and the visual design and yeah. Um, but but I think that. Uh, wasn't it with, I can't remember when Disney got involved, but it does definitely feel like it's been more recent that it's been... Well, Miramax, uh, I know, I can't talk about... Well, Fox did a dub for My Neighbor Totoro in 1990, 1989, mm. uh, 88, whenever it came out. Uh, but eventually down the line... Going to the mainstream. Yeah. Um, 1997, Princess Mononoke. Ah, yes. Mononoke, he met... recently, yeah. again. <laughs> we should talk about some of these. Okay, let's do that. Let's well, do that. Um, so yeah, <clears throat> so continue with the, what you want. We don't to say. want to talk about a Studio Ghibli like movie list, right? No, we'll that do that like, next. We'll do forever. that some other time. Yeah, like our but just DC in general, kind of right. Yeah, we touch on some of the things. Um, that, like, I mean, we like about them. Well, if you're gonna do that, I like their romanticism. I like how they uh, depict uh, life and uh, how they depict uh, environments. And um, it's cool. No, I'm and uh, the way it, and they have their own, uh, you know, they have their own unique style. Well, of course, you know, visually speaking, it's very distinct as well. But I mean, uh, the way they ha- make these films is also very. I like the loose nature of it all because most of the movies that they made, uh, 
don't conform to like the plot has to happen like this, this, this. Adult. Yeah, that All is definitely goes, something that's prevalent. And yes. I always wonder, is that something that's more to do with um, Japanese culture? Probably. Oh, yes, yes. Because yes, I, yes. we're not so familiar with a, a ton of um, Japanese animation apart from more of the mainstream stuff that, I mean, stuff that's gone mainstream or some shows and things. Um, I think um, part, of, part of it, I think, might be also that um, I lost myself right now. What were we talking about? the approach right in storytelling right yes yeah so i was wondering i think that's probably has partially to do with um culture differences don't you think yeah yeah it's all influenced by your by your upbringing and yeah. culture and the way you see life and all these kinds of aspects and that's how these movies uh, should be made yeah I mean, but, um so you can tell people about some stuff and in studio ghibli's case i think that most of it you know we had the top two guys who kept making the movies which is jaime Zaki, me, you know, i see i feel like such a unlearned well no it's Hayao Miyazaki, Miyazaki and, and uh, Isao Takahata yeah and he, he didn't do I don't think as many movies he's the he? older guy who sort of found Hayao Miyazaki before yeah. um, and then they sort of came together and were doing animation partners projects. but then later yeah. kind of went different paths I guess right mm-hmm. and Miyazaki started doing his own his own movies um, but yeah I think it's also interesting to note that um, like you were talking about the structures the structure of the films and the narratives, I guess for me, in a way, it's uh, sometimes a little bit difficult to see whether or not there are necessarily kind of overarching messages in the story because I think that I also not so familiar with um, not just Japanese culture, but for example, maybe like that is mythology part of, uh, and religion, would, yeah. you know, so it's, it's their religion, so it's harder to kind of, you know, um, you know, grasp like what exactly, you know, goes behind it, you know, the thinking. But then again, remember we watched them. Um, uh, the Kingdom of Dreams and Madness, is that what it's called? The yeah, The Kingdom of Dreams and Madness, yeah. which is a pretty good documentary, I, I have to say. It was very nicely shot and everything, and as documentaries go, if you know what I'm talking about, I think it said it uh, It didn't drive a point. It sort mm-hmm. of just showed things as they were, which is what I love documentaries. I think, that's, that's, I think documentaries, in a way, that's probably documentaries at their best when they, when they yeah. capture the the atmosphere and what because, it's like to be there. Because you get to, because it becomes a window to the things that you're looking at yeah. instead of like the person who's making documentary trying Shoving to make down your throat some kind of yeah their own little their own vision or whatever mm-hmm. so this was great and it's called the kingdom of ice and snow no i'm just <laughs> kidding it's called the kingdom of dreams and madness which is really close to empire of dreams which was the star wars documentary yeah, but yeah the 20 2004 but less narration, narration um but no, i want to say but um with the ghibli films at least miyazaki's films speaking in particular, of the do- okay last point um is that he himself in the documentary at least mentioned that, you know, he kind of also sometimes doesn't know exactly what his movies are about, you know. Which is great. So for me, that gave it's me an so element great. of, oh, you know, like, okay, you know, because before I was kind of looking more for stuff, but I guess in a sense if Miyazaki himself doesn't exactly know sometimes what he's making, you know, it's kind of this pro- progression. Yeah. Um, then for me, it's easier. I can be like, oh, okay, cool, you know. So yeah. a lot of stuff doesn't have to necessarily mean something. Well, you know, so, you yeah, know, my attitude towards all the Studio Ghibli movies is that I had a feeling that they didn't know themselves because it was just way too sort of like just loose mm-hmm. and everything. So I just went with it. Yeah. See, um, and I, I, like I think it. it probably comes, I like it a lot. Yeah. It probably comes from just, um, like I said, different cultural, cultural, a cultural thing, you know, where yeah, like, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I would say so. But I think it definitely has also to do with what we're talking about in the approach in the filmmaking is probably different as well. But yeah, but that's, it's very interesting because then it, you have a lot of, I guess, more fantastical elements that are, you know, sometimes even more just focused on the visuals, you know, as opposed to so much being integral But the visuals to the with emotion. Yeah. Um, you know, like, so it's not just, um, 
this plot point happens, and then this person is sad because of that plot point. Yeah. It, it it has a lot more to do with sort of like the natural reaction towards things that happen, mm-hmm. which I think is very prominent in most of their uh, most of their movies, which yeah. I like. This is one of the charms, and those it's just there's this. We, we, so, we yeah. should talk. We can talk about that for like the list. You want to do, a later, want to do a list, list with someone? Okay. But I mean, like, in just general. get someone and just have just talk about all the movies because we watched most of them. We should just watch a few more just so we can we should just fill get, in the gaps so we can so we can get zone. the list. Yeah. So we can make a you know like a special with the with the list which we, we did with the, the, yeah. the DC. But one thing I definitely think is with well. uh, at least again Miyazaki movies they're very uh, you know, Ghibli they, movies. Mm-hmm. I know I'm just saying because I'm, I can't remember the the movies that weren't necessarily done from by Miyazaki. Okay well apart, Takahata apart from my neighbor, my, not maybe. Sorry, the neighbor, my neighbor, the Yamadas. That's Takahata. That's Takahata, right? Yeah. Give me some other movies that he did. Grave of the Fireflies. Okay, that was depressing. <laughs> <laughs> that was depressing. We'll talk about that on our list. Yeah, but I think one thing that definitely is, you know, pivotal in uh, Julie movies is that they're very, I think, intriguing and they're very, they're very. Oh, I guess what ones. else Takahata did? What? The Raccoon Dogs. Oh man. Pompoko. Pompoko. And I think we'll have to leave that for later. Surprise, Pompoko. Which I'm still, I'm still astonished that Disney even decided to dub that. Yeah. I mean, like, what? Oh, okay, anyway. but Jacob, Jacob, did, did you remember read that comment from one Redditor? They're pouches. No, no, no. Yeah, well, yeah, they're, they're, they're the pouches. What? Does uh, it come with... See, this is the thing. I don't know. Maybe there's some kind of mythological... It is a mythological yeah, see, thing. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. But I'm saying, like, see, again, like, for us, it's like, this is so weird. Yeah. But, at but the if same you time, but if though, you get background, weird. if you know the background, oh, it's from a, from an old like folk tale. Oh, pff, well now yeah, I get yeah, it. I know, I know. But still, but okay. still, but the, still, space <laughs> it. They're balls. Oh, now you revealed it. Thank you. Sorry. This is this is this is, this is getting very racy. Um, <laughs> yeah. But hey, we can't watch, have that. Watch there. the movie. It's clear as day. No, I'm just joking. I'm okay. joking. Okay. I'm joking. It's, it's fine. Uh, let's do this. Uh, so, minutes. do you want to mention just talking about the the news that has that's been that's this we're, we're leading we were up to. leading up to yeah but I was just going to talk about the documentary a little bit I, I liked do, I it, liked it. Let's and talk, here's what I it. and it was great and everybody should watch it that likes Studio Ghibli things mm-hmm. um, because it gives you more insight on the people who are working on it and you know what not surprising for me because I had this feeling since the beginning since I first yeah, I think, you know I think saw you, footage of uh, Hayao Miyazaki talking and you know you know reacting and I think you definitely read him like pretty well just from not I can do that I'm yeah, pretty that's good, good that's good Thank I mean you. like from not really seeing any interviews or reading yeah. stuff, you kind of like figured, oh, maybe he's this kind of person. Yeah, know? and he was. And he was I was yeah. so happy that I was right. Thing about Miyasan, 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 is that um, I think people have the wrong uh, kind of a wrong um, picture perspective of Jaime because mm-hmm. they think he's like some kind of happy jolly teddy bear. Yeah, which who, uh, which I thought. I mean, like not thought, but I just thought people thought that that about him. Yeah, the general and they're like he's consensus. so happy about life, and he just. And I like there's a really good quote about happiness. I think yeah, was, I agree was, definitely because uh, the documentary, uh, the documentarian, I think, I think uh, you know follows him around and in his house with mm-hmm. those with those goats, no, <laughs> the sheep, right, or the goats. The thing is, the goats from Heidi. Yes, see, that's the other thing. That's the first time we I knew about. I didn't consciously know Studio Ghibli, but it wasn't Studio Ghibli back then. Yeah. But it was the same uh, design team, Hayao Miyazaki included, mm-hmm. that were working on Heidi and all those. Yeah, it's older, right? Yeah, all those little TV shows that we yeah. actually saw in Europe because it were dubbed Did over. Really? Yeah, remember. and I always knew it was kind of different. So, um, other than that, like you know, so the documentarian walks around with him in his house, and he just starts you know talking things, and, and you know, yeah. and, and you know. Um, 
it's very cool because you know you really get to feeling like oh yeah old people that's 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 <laughs> that how it goes true, I mean, and, they, and they just want to express well i think and, it has and, to do and, with like i mean when you get i really you, like you know it's really great when you're older i think the the, the more important questions become more more important yeah you know and, and so and you start, feels, you start reflecting like you, on, and, it, and it also feels like i can you know i can't relate because i'm not old but i mean like i, I know like exactly, you want yeah. to you want to tell younger people about things yeah. so they remember it exactly which is what our grandparents did too so yeah. Yeah, yeah. so but yeah i think and that i appreciated that it's very nice also to see kind of um uh you can kind of see his um day-to-day routine yeah and working at ghibli and how it is at ghibli and kind of like um yeah and it, what's, it was interesting actually it was a little bit in the documentary that had to do with it was interesting the Ghibli uh, I think it was was it Suzuki was the producer Toshio um, they were talking about it in terms of marketing they were mentioning how oh you know these are plush toys where they're producing for, yeah. for Ghibli and it's like the audience is not really uh, is older as well you know like yeah, yeah, they're yeah. aware that a lot of people who aren't just kids are really into you know these movies and <clears throat> Pokemon <clears throat> yeah yeah that's so true um, but yeah I think there's some cool stuff in the documentary um Definitely, definitely interesting. Uh, and uh, in the documentary, Reflective. yeah. But anyway, I wanted to just say that you know, Hayamizaki, I knew he was he was the guy that he is when you watch the documentary. Yes. And yeah. uh, I love that part where this is exactly I totally predicted this. He was looking at you know, someone said, "Oh look, we were at this convention. Someone dressed up as you, right?" Yeah. And he looks at it, and he's like, <sighs> and he just puts his hand over <laughs> his head, and he's like. <laughs> You know, like yeah. what what what's the you know like exactly yeah, and that's exactly what I knew that that's just exactly what I would do. Um, exactly. But yes, uh, so just watch that. There, there you go. You got a little flavor of uh, who the real man is. We watched the, the man He's a he's is. a good guy though. I mean, yeah. I mean, like to me, it just feels like you know he's a guy. He also has problems in his life. He also thinks about a lot of stuff. I mean, it's not just because he's a little bit pessimistic on the surface. You know, and he talks about outwardly what he thinks. But that's great. Because yeah, more it's more honest. Exactly. It just reminds me of uh, when I was watching the three-hour uh, live interview with. Oh, I forgot his name. Special effects guy. He looks like Robert Downey Jr., but he's not because I knew of him before uh, Robert yeah, Downey Jr. He did. Uh, didn't he work, do work on Blade Two? Blade Two, yeah. And uh, Abyss and okay. What do you want to say stuff. about him? And I like. I, for me, I just gravitate. I like gravitating to people who are more who are more like that. Who are more blunt, more honest. Yeah. But they're but they're still really nice guys, and you can always get along with them. Exactly. Yeah. Even though they will say something that that is that is a little bit inappropriate, but it's true. And that's that's kind of how I imagine Hayao Miyazaki probably is as well. Yeah, and that makes people more interesting as well. Yeah, know? because then it's otherwise if you're just I don't know not being honest. And it's also rare in stuff. Japan as well. Hmm? It's rare in Japan. Yeah, yeah. that is true. I, but I guess but old you know people... it was actually nice though. It was cool to see at least not having been to Japan or not knowing a ton of it, apart from you know watching kind of like you know travel documentaries and that kind of stuff. Or uh, it was nice to see kind of like um, at Ghibli. Uh, a different environment than what we're used to seeing. Like, you know, oh, yes. in documentaries we would watch about, you know, people hanging out at work or, you know, like kind of like it was sometimes even staged, like, you know, families eat together and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. getting this very different picture, you know. And uh, it was just it was interesting to see, you know, just how it would be like to work there, you know. Yeah, it's a very small uh, small community mm-hmm. that works on the Ghibli movies. Anyway, uh, moving away from that, since I think we said everything we, yeah. we said, um... Yeah, uh, before anything happened, I, I noticed that it says Studio Ghibli announces closure. Yep. Dun, 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 which is the actual, uh, that's the thing. Dun, dun, dun. I, that's the thing I, I read before anybody else did because I was on Reddit this one time and I went to New and it said Studio Ghibli announces closure. Zero and likes. You're, you're like, and you're and like, you, you wrote first. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. That's what I always do, of course. That, every time you see first, that's probably me. Yes. Right. No, that was a terrible joke. I'm sorry. Um, 
so yeah, uh, there's this article, and it's like announces break in production. See, this is the beginning. It's it the first beginning. said closure, right? Mm-hmm. They were saying uh, we're gonna close yeah. our doors, and I didn't really follow much of this. The immediate the... reaction of everybody was, "Oh, <gasps> what? No, my life is incomplete now. No, I miss you." But Can't do this, and it's like I I read the article, mm-hmm. um, and. That it just said that they were closing so they can focus on managing their properties yeah. for other manufacturers to yeah yeah to generate more of a profit because in our documentary that we watched mm. I can't believe this was so accurate this was like a few, like a week or so before this announcement yeah. and we were watching this documentary about Ghibli and what's his name Hayao Miyazaki said uh, it's inevitable it's gonna happen yeah, he's, he's, I can see it already just you know falling apart yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it makes sense. I mean, he's, the, he- he's the head of the studio, and, and yeah, it feels like uh, you know, there's there's some, but it's, it's 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 kind of like there's some second generation people who are there, right? Like but his, it's it's sad like, in his, a like sense, his son yeah. who didn't even want to make animation apparently, yeah, but true. apparently he's doing it anyway. I'm not really I don't sure know, about him. but um, but you uh, know, it's funny though. It's in one hand, it is kind of sad, especially the way he kind of he put it. But but in, in another in another sense, though, at the same time, I mean, do you want um? Ghibli to go on as just what the name isn't didn't even mention himself. Exactly. He said it's a name. It, it's really Miyazaki and I forget the other guy's Isao name. Takahata. Yes. Um so, you know, you know, what would be the point of it continuing, you know? Especially if there's no, you know, new movies that are if they may keep making good movies. But guys, but you know but still, like what recent Ghibli movie have you guys like been so like invested? But, but why in? is like the name not so invested emotionally, but just like invested like on the internet? Like, oh, this new movie's coming. Out. Oh, I can't wait to watch this. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But once it closes, oh, I'm so good. It's like <laughs> it's not gonna go away. Nothing's gonna go away. Exactly. They're all gonna stay there. Everything's gonna. Everything's fine. And when I read this, I was like, yeah, it's okay, because I know that this, this things are never permanent in exactly. this sort of business. Well, and plus, and it's also let's say, so are they gonna close or no? They're gonna stop production on new movies, movies right? Or they're gonna, they're gonna. But here's another thing, though. Look at it this way. That was the um, first article that I read. Yeah. But people kept misinterpreting it. <laughs> Everybody's losing their minds. Yeah. Uh, but then, but then later on, guess what? So the, every, there was this huge stream on my Facebook feed about yeah. Studio Ghibli closing. It's teary, tear face. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. Right, Studio Ghibli closing. And then a, a day later, oh, oh, at least there's some good news. <sighs> Someone had to make a new article to clarify what was in the original article. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Uh, come here's, on, here's guys! Way to look come at it, on! Here's another way to look at it, right? Uh, I think it's better to have something great, yep, uh, go through its run, than see it, you know, just fall apart over the years. There um, we because go. eventually, you're going to go if the movies, in this case, if the movies get worse, directed by different people, you'll go, oh, Ghibli wasn't what it used to be, uh, and that'll happen, you know. And then so, Ghibli closes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, here's a great example: would be Calvin and Hobbes. You know, oh, that, that's there you a comic go. series I think that did a great job, and Bill Watterson. I think did a great thing where he said, I think I've written all that I've, you know, wanted to write. And I think that I've, you know, it's, 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 uh, what do you call that? It's had its run. What is the phrase? Um, but anyway, but I think that's my opinion about that. What do you think, Philip? I think you're completely right. And I think that people, I mean, look at Garfield. I mean, like, does anyone read that? (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's become, it's become like, it's gone past what it's was supposed to do. But I think you're, I think you're right there because... What were you saying? I was talking about how, you know, if they, if you set out to do something and it gets past the point that, of what you wanted to say, um, then it ends up, I don't know, it just loses a lot of its value, I think. And at, at that point, I don't really see a reason why it has to be there, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it just goes to the opposite of what they wanted 
not want it to happen. Like it's just it's just so weird. And I don't understand why this strong emotion. I don't know. Is, I, I think I think this is what it go, comes back to. It because just comes back to people reacting way too fast over so. things, not thinking it through. Just just think for one second. <laughs> no. um, but it, I mean, it's true. It does seem to me that really the best approach is simply to take it easy. You know, there's nothing, nothing. You know. Yeah. Even if it, if it is closing down, like. Yeah, like look at me, look I mean, at me. I I just saw okay, cats out of the bag. I saw them making Power Rangers. Oh, we're gonna make Power Rangers the movie. I why, want why is the cat out of the bag? Because I you know I make these secret projects. Yeah, I know, I know. The and secret. one of them is obviously uh, Power Rangers. Go, go Power and, and the reason I'm saying this is because I didn't really, I didn't, I don't, I, I was just thinking about it right, once it or was twice. Just kind of like a yeah, and I was and, and I was thinking way back in I think it was 2008. Yeah, listening to. Some rock music okay. with you know with electronic and electronic you know like beats and undertones. So it's like right. Um, and I was thinking, how cool would it be if they if we could make a Power Rangers movie? Yes, but make it like Batman Begins, sort of like make it take it really seriously. But it will be ironically self seriously because okay. how can you take Power Rangers? If you took it and the serious route, it would be completely mediocre and boring. It would be not Zack Snyder, exactly. And I and, and but I'm just saying, like it would you would be able to laugh at how ridiculous this. But it'd is. also be fun, right? It would be, but it would be fun and it would be uh, exciting and serious, but ironically so. Mm-hmm, so yeah. you're sort of it sort of feels like a. But but not so much so that it breaks like fourth walls and stuff like that. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. But it, it just so it feels like a insurance. For mm-hmm. for being too ridiculous while being too serious. Okay, yeah, I think I know what you mean. But no, like like the insurance is that the wrapper of the insurance ins- is that we are making fun of ourselves. Yeah, because of this ridiculous so concept. So basically, anything within the wrapper, yes. we can do and it'll seriously. Be okay. it'll, yeah, seriously, yes. it'll be okay because we all know that we're not supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Which is what so I, I kind of thought Pacific Rim, but was, but it's actually not because they it could have been more of that if they were going for that. Because Guillermo really wanted it to be. So, you want to be serious? so it's yeah. like you know, like which is you know, which is great because I I totally agree with him well, because I love seeing ridiculous things being serious. Yeah, but I, in this case, I'm saying Power Rangers just because it's come on Power Rangers. Go go. My it's funny thing. though, the Pacific Rim. As, All right. So anyway, yeah, okay, I just wanted it. I just wanted to say that I then I saw the news. Uh, how many years later? Since 2008, it was like that would be exactly six uh, six, six or years. seven years later. Yeah. What's his name? Saban, the guy who owns all the Power Rangers, yeah. right? Because they, you know, they adapted it from Super Sentai, which is a popular Japanese um, show, which is Power Rangers, pretty mm-hmm. much. But it's Japanese. Um, he said he wants to make a, a reboot movie because now is the time. Now is the now it's the it's, age of reboots. Bing, bing, bing! It's really hot. Let's do reboots. Let's do reboots from nineties movies. And one week later, it's not hot anymore. Forget it. Forget it. Yep, <laughs> yep. And then, but when we do that, let's not do it genuinely, and let's just no, make no, pump just, it out. Yeah, come on, and come let's on. have people who think they're doing it genuinely, but they're not really. Because yeah, come on, let's do this. And, we it's, we have and all it's a subconscious thing because they're not picking the right people. Because whatever. Yeah. Uh, sorry, never mind. Just keep pushing um, it out. That's the important thing. We need to have this. So anyway, that's to what's going to happen with Power Rangers. Or maybe Probably. we won't hear of it ever again. Either but the point or. is, I took it easy. I li- read it. I was like, well, that sucks. And that's it. I kept quiet, kept it to myself, and uh, I'm over it. I'm actually not over it, but I, I'll never be over it. <laughs> but it's okay. I mean, I know what but you're you saying. But you know what I'm saying. saying, though. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like now you kind of, it's, a, it's an unfortunate because yeah. like you want to make it and now it's like it's happening. And so, but the good thing is that. But though, I'm, I'm, the good I'm thing used is to still, it. Though, I know this is going to The good thing is that uh, if this age of reboots continues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. You can make one as well. Yeah, but they'll go around. And people will forget about come around. People will be like, that yeah. movie, Power Rangers, what? 
remember yeah, we'll do a good one this time for real, guys. Yeah. What were we talking about before? Which, Power which we also kind of we're talking mentioned, about... which I also like, sort of wagged my finger at because but what uh, the the this time for real reboot. Oh yeah, because Spider Man. Yeah, that's that's just yeah. But it's funny because like now it just feels like it's gonna happen even more. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, anyway that's, so, that's what I wanted so, yeah. to say about people just reacting a little too fast. Come on, guys, relax. Don't worry. Studio Ghibli, all those characters that you love, they're still there. They'll not go away. And in Blu-ray. Yeah, <laughs> and on Blu-ray and Disney DVD. Exactly. And and of course, you can always buy the Criterion Collection. You know. Or whatever. Has, has any one of them? No. No. Criterion's really? stupid. Yeah. The know. only thing that's great Criterion about Criterion is the is packaging, the packaging awesome. and the art design and the fact that they're preserving old movies that that's otherwise great. wouldn't have that's been That's commendable. Preserved. That is definitely commendable. But, what is, so you but their selections... But Criterion Collection, the whole idea is Aside from, like... No, no. Their selections, aside from movies that are made before... 1969 or 1970? Oh, I think are not as valid. Not as valid, in my opinion. But the whole idea because, is what? like, it's for example, movies that are important for society. Is that what the idea is? They think that I, don't culturally on right, this, but I think that their uh, opinion of this is that they're trying to make a collection that if there were an atomic <laughs> nuclear yeah, war. war and everybody died out, and then someone found the Criterion Collection, this would be the most ideal thing to show future generations. Of humanity's progress in in, in, in film, in, yeah. In this case, yeah. Hmm. Mm. Mm. I mean, I don't know. There's, I guess, this is a totally different topic. But I don't know. I mean, it from, from what topic. I've seen, it, it seems like there. But then again, see again. Don't take it so seriously. Yeah, exactly. Criterion Collection, cool. But you know, it's like don't don't be like, oh, this is in the Criterion Collection. That must mean it's <laughs> yes, great. Yes, exactly. And I think we should talk about this one time, <laughs> which has to do with accolades. You know, this idea that, for example, getting an Oscar elevates a movie. Um, you know, yes. it suddenly becomes better than it is as a piece of art. Now it has a golden statue with it. Right. Now yeah. it's like, oh, now even it's even ten times better. You know, yeah. I never understood that, but we'll talk about that one time. Probably we have to one time. Uh, so yeah, so that's basically our Ghibli uh, corner. Yeah, pretty cool. Speaking of uh, Ghibli, Ghibli comes from Japan. Yep. Which uh, this week? Hey, do you know how to say Japan in Japanese? Nippon or Nihon. Cool. Yep. Because I always forget about that. Yeah. Okay. So we fun. watched uh, this week. Uh, since there's nothing else to report about, since we're not doing anything very much, because you know, again, we're still in the hole. We're in the hole. <laughs> the hole. We're in the great sarlacc. Yeah. We're gonna either be digested and for a hundred like, years, I'm just, like, studying all day, and then or have, like, we're gonna escape left. like Boba Fett does in the <laughs> extended, expanded universe. Did you know that Boba Hut? Boba Hut. <laughs> Boba the Hut. Boba the Hut. Boba Hut. Jabba the Boba. Did you know the Jabba the Boba? Boba the Jabba. Yeah. Uh, he's like the arch rival of Han Solo. We said this. You know what we should do? We should write a JPEG and post it. Oh yeah, theory or whatever. Yeah, the theory that like Han wasn't his brother or something. Someone made up a theory. (laughs) Forget it. So so we watched. You know, we we can't go from a podcast without mentioning Star Wars at least once. Did you notice that? I think every time we. Every do, do a supercut. Do a supercut of all just the Star, Star Wars. Wars. It's like we're like the ultimate Star Wars. <laughs> Even though that you know that book that one time we rented, it was like a thousand pages long about all the questions from the EU. That's right. And yeah. Star Wars, you know, that's hard. That's really hard. Yeah. They got like one yeah, right out you, of ten Jacob, questions. Do you know who Asajj Ventress is? Absolutely not. Yeah, there we go. I don't know. I could tell you because she was in Clone Wars. Really? Is she bald? I am Sith. Yep. Ah, now I know who she is. Asajj Ventress. And she has the banana lightsabers. The banana lightsabers. Okay, so uh, let's talk about this Sakuga panel that we yeah. watched, so, which was very um, fascinating. Philip uh, was I don't know like, if hey, he Jacob. listens to this or not, but Ali Methan, our ah, friend. Really? From, yeah, and he, he actually 
linked me onto this uh, panel. That's pretty cool, link. man. Because he was, he wanted to show about, you know, he wanted to see. Well, thanks, Ali, for linking that up because it yeah. was a very interesting video. Yeah, we watched it. I watched it so twice. It was a panel somewhere. Um, yeah, at a uh, con. At a con with in three America. dudes yeah. who are, I think, anime, I would say anime enthusiasts, anime, um, I mean, I'm not, some of them so, study I'm not saying in the university. sense like fans, I'm saying like in a sense that they're very uh, interested in yeah. animation and uh, anime animation and specifically, which is the same word, right? Anime is animation, mm-hmm. right? Just in Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. Anime is what they use. That's a condensed. That, yeah. That's like a con- condensation. Yeah, like makudo or whatever. Yeah, like makudo. Like for McDonald's. Yeah. So there we go. But it's the same thing. Yeah. And just so, wanted to get, so, get that clear in case people thought we didn't know. <laughs> but yeah, and I wanted to say that uh, the panel uh, was these three guys going through uh, kind of the history of Japanese animation, uh, yeah. kind of from post uh, World War II, which was kind of influenced by um, more of Disney films, which is very interesting. Disney uh, to um, Various artists and um, animators that influenced the style uh, up to the point that we kind of know uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, mm, modern mm, anime mm, today. Mm. I think one name I remember was probably uh, Kanada was probably one of the um, mm, mm. more influential mm. guys mm. who started making anime break out of this kind of stiff, very boring animation. Cheapo, cheapo, sixties. Um, but yeah, anyway, you know more about this, but I didn't know pretty much anything about this before watching, it, apart from I guess you know. Um, uh, key poses. What are they called? Key animation. Yes, key animation with the key poses, right? Yeah. Where the lead animators draw those, and the in betweeners go and fill in the gaps. Right? Yeah, but we all know that happens. But right. in Western animation, what they do, exactly. in, at least the Disney or like the, the feature film I think guys, in general, did, I think pretty much in general. is that uh, supervising animators are assigned a character, and yeah. they design the character, and then they supervise the animation for the entire character throughout the entire film. Yeah, and that was very interesting because yeah. just I never it, knew that. In, in anime, anime they, animators took over entire scenes. Yeah, or shots, yeah. Scenes, shots, yeah. But in general, so I guess a movie would be animated by multiple animators doing multiple scenes. Yes. Which is very interesting because, I mean, I just didn't Yeah, this know is what that. they did with this is what they do with computer graphics, obviously. Really? Yeah, with CG animation, they do that. They don't have animate. No, why would they need to? to? I don't know. I mean, like, I, I, to, to be honest, I don't even know, for example, what the difference is in, uh, you know, having an animator uh, being assigned a character apart from in my mind at least, is more of their influence yeah, um, knowing, being yeah. into the character. Mm-hmm. So you get a more consistent But um, for some reason, for computer graphics, when yeah. they're making CG movies, they're assigned scenes now. That's huh, how it goes. that's interesting. I didn't know that. So everybody's assigned scenes except for Western animation where it's still assigned characters. No, but you just said in, in CG they're assigned scenes. Yeah. Except for Western 2D animation. Sorry. Okay, there you go. Ah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, anything to detail. say about the panel? Because I, I, I think it was, it was very cool. interesting. Uh, I think it was. It, I think it's worth a watch if you're I interested so, yeah. in anime. If you know, if you don't know, yeah, or if you're as interested much. in knowing about anime, yeah, that's what I would say. Because yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know many anime shows no, apart from just yeah. like a couple that we used to watch when we were younger or something, or maybe you know, like I know, I'm not films. that knowledgeable either. Yeah, but just I think. I think it was very interesting just because I like animation and stuff like that. Yeah, and what was definitely the most interesting was just how they go through all the different uh, animators mm-hmm. and decades, you know, showing the progression to how we got, you know, you go from very simplistic stuff to just extreme psychedelic, um, expressive, you know, yeah. avant-garde animation. Yeah. Um, but what's cool also was they also feature some animators from the Animatrix, um, which is a very, I think, also cool, oh, cool project that was uh, done for the supplemental materials, kind of, mm-hmm. the Matrix, right? Um, really like those. Um, and yeah, 
So that was neat. Check it that out. Was neat seeing we'll that put, it, we'll put the link. Yeah. We'll put the link down there. It might be a little boring, but hey, it's not boring if you're interested in animation. Yep. There you go. Um, so uh, what movies have you seen this week? What None. movies have you seen this week? None. Totally not a question on the list. I saw a Goofy movie. Oh, yeah. How, yeah, how was that? Okay. With Michaela, because she... I heard it's like an okay movie. Yeah. Did it have a... It's did, it have, did it have heart? Was there heart? Had a hard heart. Was Goofy annoying? Maxi! I what movies have I watched this week? Nothing. Probably nothing. I watched Black Cauldron. Oh, did you really? Yeah. So how was that after a while watching it? Huh? How was that like after a while not uh, watching it? Well, because here's the thing about Black Cauldron. It's Disney's movie. That was like the 25th animated feature, something like that. It was during the dark days, right? It was the, the, the epitome of the dark days. Yeah. It was very, yeah. So it's based on these novels by Alexander Lloyd. Or oh, really? Lloyd Alexander. Ha! Called The Chronicles of Prydain. So there's like like five books or whatever. At least he stopped. You know, <laughs> you find out like twenty series twenty five. It's not, it's not out Wheel of year. Time or you know, a wrinkle. Song of Ice and Fire. Hmm? Remember that a wrinkle in time? Yeah, Hit novel for the teens. Great, great. Yeah, made it to a movie with that kid from Small Soldiers, the oh. main character. Um, and this was the first book, so it's the Black Cauldron. Um, okay. Animation wise, always always fun to watch. Uh, music, cheesy old fashioned goodness by Elmer Bernstein. But weren't they kind of ambitious with the animation for the time? Or no? I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's anything ambitious with that movie. I guess not. Except for its length and how long it took to make this movie. boring length. Because of the management at Disney Studios, that was like the the worst. That was just like... And then, yeah, that was the time when they got they got all the new people in there. They got Eisner and the the Reformation. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. well, it was, wasn't it? Katzenberg and they got all these other people to just sort of clean up this town. Good. And for better or worse, Start they they, the they turned it into Disney. It was is today, which is a do- there's a documentary for that as well. Yes, it's we called Waking plug. Sleeping Beauty, and it's wonderful. It's I watched it twice. It's good. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. They need to do it again. They should. Why? They, why? Like for, for now, for like from two D to three D. Ah, talk about how from from Pocahontas to Frozen. Yeah, they should. They should talk about like many people were thinking. You know, when they watch Pocahontas, like why are their faces just keep they keep moving around and their faces are not consistent. Yeah. That'd be cool, though. They should do that, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so watch that. That's also yes, good. watch that. I don't think it's even made by Disney, like published by Disney. I don't know. Even though it's produced and directed by Don Hahn, who was one of the producers. and He was an associate producer for this movie, managing producer. Did he have a mustache before? Yeah. Okay, good. Now I know who he is. Um, cool. So Black Cauldron, that's what I saw. Right, Black uh, it's a It's a two-star movie. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid, like the it plot, just right. just so dis- discombobulated. But now, now, but I will say the best villain yes. in all of Disney, like it's just the best design, the scariest. Yeah. As a ultimate evil, as a villain in the movie, kind of a pushover. But but ultimate this, evil just looking. his image, his yeah. presence, the Horn King, in his hands, uh, rise up. Mm. I will kill Gurgi. Oh, I wish he killed Gurgi. Yeah, do you... Oh, yeah. Uh, so there's also some little behind-the-scenes <laughs> story with this, right? They were, they were supposed to release Well, this is this. when the Reformation happened. Yeah, but, and, uh, well, the Disney Reformation. Yeah. And then Jeffrey Katzenberg. Because he, he was in charge of the feature animation. Yeah. And ever since... Feature animation no, I'm not all talking about that. I'm talking about like yes. was supposed to release yeah. Yeah. a very darker version. Well, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Jeffrey Katzenberg, he oh, was in okay. charge, and he looked at the Black Cauldron before it was going to be released, and he was like, like, "No, take those out. You out, out." Do you know what you should have done? 
Take those out. Believe them in for the video. I know. I'm still waiting for that. I'm waiting for a Blu-ray where they have the deleted scenes with the melting people and the scary people. And by the way, I just have to say the animation is okay, but the skeletons and the Horn King in this movie, so terrifying even today. Just scary, scary movements and just the shapes and everything. Yeah, as far as I remember. My boy. My boy. So it does exist. Black Cauldron. Yeah, that movie though, the beginning, I mean, even the intro of the film is just boring, wasn't it? It it starts out completely... I'm... I'm guess who Guess who does the opening voice? Guess who does the opening... Here now, the Black Cauldron... John Huston. John Huston. I see, I wish I could... He was a prominent figure in... I know John Huston. In the... In filmmaking from the 1930s all the way up to the 19... Oops. Or 1940s, all the way up to the 1970s when he died. Or 80, when he, like, 80 something, he died somewhere there. And he was, he was, he was, he had a voice. He had that distinct, recognizable voice. He also did the voice for Gandalf in The Hobbit. Oh. And The Return of the King. The Return of the King. There we go. And he also played the lawgiver in Battle of the Planet Apes. So, um,. That was the Black Cauldron. Uh, there's nothing else to say. I won't be this assistant pig keeper. So, yeah, oh, Taran is the worst character in the world. Gurgi is, is a good second. Um, Fleur, Fleur Flam, 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 whatever, Keebler elf guy with the, with the harp. Boring. The only person to make any sense is Elanwi, the princess, mm-hmm. and uh, she just gets a little screen time and always gets brushed aside. But Sounds her great. reactions to everything is just so humdrum. It, it makes no sense. Oh, the dead. Oh. <laughs> Cool. Let's go to the next topic. So, um, there's someone who asked us a question a while yes, ago. Yes, we should answer this. I cannot pronounce his I name. I know, I wish I could. But he's really cool, and I, yeah. and I, and I, and I, I, he's just so great. Commenting about stuff. And, which is cool. And reacting, to, like, just responding to yeah, things. Yeah, and we're, uh, this is, this is, this is, he's like, appreciative of you listening. Couldn't it's have awesome, a man. better, you know, a cooler guy to, to listen to this. So, it's, it's awesome. I don't even know how to say it. J E R O E N Turtle Power. T U R T L E Power. T U R T L E Power. But yes. Jeroen, Jeroen, Yeroen, Heroin. I would say. This is what I'm saying. How about do it like try to read it German. Yeren. Try to read German. See if it'll help. Yeren. Yeah, try that. And he asked a while ago, because we keep harping on about, you know, upcoming comic book movies, which we, which we get a little sick of, honestly. I mean, wouldn't you agree that... Comic book movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you agree that um, most uh, comic book movies coming out these days... Uh, well, I'm Brian Singer, and I'm as... totally agree with you. <laughs> no, chest pains. Oh, my bag. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't you agree that um, no matter how good or unique they feel, like, Guardians of the Galaxy. There's always this visual uh, barrier, visual and uh, editorial uh, thing that is constantly trying to keep it in continuity, in visual and uh, editorial continuity with all the other movies. But as a result, it makes it feel very commercialized and factory made instead of a unique, organic looking movie. Yes. Like to have its own personality. Yes. And I think that Which part is, of this has to do with it being, uh, for example, currently Marvel is putting out a lot of these movies and DC is putting out a lot of these movies. Um, and I guess, in a way, it's not so much of an independent effort. I mean, you know, 
clearly it's not, but I'm saying like it's not so much a like okay, what do you mean? Like I just mean the cinematographers working on this, and I keep saying this, cinematographers get But don't you think it's get part the slip of it? all the time. No one ever criticizes us. But don't you think it's part of because like it's not so much like a, a small group of people who are just trying to make this I don't know, like it just doesn't feel so homegrown, you know what I mean? It feels more like we've got to make these pictures this way and there's probably other considerations that go into it to have to, you know, please certain audience members. I don't know. Like, yeah, but that? it's just that these there's these factors that just bug me a lot because they all feel the same. And so whenever I talk about a new movie coming out, I just feel of it coming, feel, yeah, coming back out to of the this same Oscar Meyer kind of wiener package. Yeah, yeah, you I get know. the same thing all the time, even though it's delicious, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if anybody likes usually, Oscar Meyer wieners, <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, that, that, cool that's mobiles. just that's just what I chose. So whatever. Right. Um, I'm just saying. An example. But know, yeah, but like I said, but it has to be different. It has to look different. It doesn't come out as being something like, "Wow, this is totally different." Right? Yeah. Like, so whenever I this? hear someone saying they're doing a reboot of Power Rangers, I know exactly how it's going to look yeah. like. Even if the movie might be good, it's still going to look and I know, feel. But I'm trying. I'm trying to pinpoint. And that's what I don't what like. This could be why? Why could this could be? My like I said, my only guess is that it just it's not coming out of some kind of. Um, you know, uh, in an independent effort to put it like, in like a better terms. I don't know. It just seems like it's, you know, if there's this huge company behind, it, I'm not saying the company is necessarily going to influence, make changes, you know, based on certain things, but I don't know. It just seems like, uh, well, we'll, we'll get into that later. Right. I'm, I'm rambling like an idiot. No, you're so, not. No, yeah, you're no, not. It's, fun, it's cool. Um, so he asked, he asks, Maybe discuss virtual reality. Would be interesting to hear your thoughts how digital entertainment could or should evolve in the future. Now, we have... Not actual voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yes. Let's talk about the virtual reality. Let's see how quickly so, we can talk about really? this. Okay, really quick. Oculus Rift, it came in two years ago. Hey, Oculus Changed Rift. the face Tell of virtual reality this. since forever. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. Come on, there was a virtual boy for Nintendo. Philip changed the face of virtual reality. Okay, forever. gotcha. It wasn't the first. I remember the thing. first time I heard about the Oculus Rift, and this was sometime in 2010 or 2009. Probably Kickstarter time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I always sound like I'm lying when I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I don't. Not to me. I remember it was like some guy made it made it yeah. out of his garage. You know, just yep. like Paul Lucky. Yeah, I think so. And uh, finally, to be able to see the th- you know virtual like you put the goggles on and act- you can actually see all around you. I think that's the that was the biggest kind of breakthrough. I mean, obviously, was the, the lenses. Yeah, you a, yeah, such a huge degree. Remember when we were like uh, at these novelty stores? I think they're called like at airports. You mean like uh, what are those called? That blue, that blue logo is called something bridge. like bridge or bridges. Brook. Oh yeah, Stonebrook. Yeah. Was it Stonebrook? Something like that. It was just very, very much like silly. It's almost like a Sky Mall, you know? Sky Mall magazine. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. on the brink of Sky Mall, basically. No, it's no. not Stonebrook. It's uh... a Bridgebrook. Stonebridge? <laughs> Bridgestone. Bridgestone. No. no. Whatever. But it's, they're at airports. They sell like basically overpriced um, gadgets that you'll probably never use. Well, we had right? some. Really? <laughs> what? We have, we have the little... The the wine the, the wine the, opener yeah like the pump the pump <laughs> yeah. Pump, pump. yeah the I know pump that. stuff okay, like that. that that's okay yeah so they had that and at, like pillows for yeah at an airport somewhere I don't know where two thousand four two thousand five I have no idea mm-hmm. I was I found these goggles and I thought oh good finally we can I can watch movies on these goggles finally official companies making these. yeah yeah I was always thinking about yeah. those I think everybody's been thinking about things yeah. like that put it on what do I see it <laughs> looks like I'm in a silent theater 
in like pitch the 1920s. Pitch black, and I'm on the all like 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 last seat. Yeah. Tiny, tiny monitor. Probably full screen. Full screen, of course. That's why I said silent film. Oh, sorry. It was terrible, and I was wondering why can't you just you know have you see all around? Well, that's what the Oculus Rift did, that's and that's why it's being so popular. And, and that's why it was so bought up by cool Facebook. To try one, and I would love to try one. And I was so tempted, so <laughs> yeah, tempted right. to buy uh, the Dev Kit Two for Oculus Rift. And I'm not kidding. I was like really, You're I was like, like considering it seriously. Euro Truck Simulator, because yes, <laughs> so I can play Euro Truck Simulator Two because I enjoy playing this game. Uh, this is just a game. As the title says, you just uh, take your truck, drive around. There's a little mini games mm-hmm. like the mini, really? like the subplot is that you take establish, stuff yeah, you, yeah, to you, different locations. you take stuff to different locations and you establish your own business and you mm-hmm. hire other people to move stuff with trucks. But it's really nice. I mean, it's not the best, but it is the best sim game so far. And I hope there are going to be new, better sim games that are even more intricate and yeah. more realistic. But what I usually Before enjoy doing it is it's it's. It can be it's relaxing. fun. I love it. It's relaxing. I can go all the way across Europe on the, you know. Yeah, the, you can get to like Vienna to Berlin in like twenty minutes. <laughs> yes, and I go on there. I just drive in my truck. Yep. And I play pop uh, in the podcast. Yeah, play podcasts <laughs> that when I don't have anything else to do. Yeah. So it's just relaxing. I can just I should drive. Sounds pretty. And fun. I can listen to like podcasts I usually don't listen to. Okay. Um. Most of it I remember is just Janet Varney's podcast, who plays Cora. If you guys know what Legend of Cora is, and by the way, we're going to do that episode, right? With Janet Varney, yeah. Yes, we're going to call Janet Varney <laughs> at She's some be point. On our podcast, yeah. <laughs> we keep on her podcast, maybe. Anyway, okay. Yes, and you're listening to podcasts you don't yeah. listen to, and so I always around. have memories of those kinds of podcasts. Yes. Um, and it's yeah because you remember the association. But it's so cool. Then it's like you were there on the so highway. So well, imagine Oculus Rift. Ba-chunk. I know, man, and it's so calibrated to you know to work on the, this this sim, and it would be so fun to just just drive and listen to podcasts. I mean, from uh, what, from what we've heard, so I was really cons- considering buying the dev kit too. But yeah. you know, it's everybody good keep, you didn't but, though, uh, of course, yeah, because it's, I'm just no point. The retail version, the yeah, retail, retail version, it's, it's, it's almost here. It'll be so much easier easier to set up, and it'll be you know good to go. Uh, and this that sounds really our, cool, though. Like from from all that we heard from the Oculus, it sounds like so. It almost sounds like too good to be true in a way. Yeah. Um, but it sounds amazing. You know, like just having. Yeah, so, and you could just think of all the cool games that could be yeah. developed for the Oculus. And I think people should stop thinking so one dimensionally. You mean just video games, or what? Uh, about first person right, shooters because right. people always think first person that's the only way it's like no it's not you can play anything else yeah uh, or like you were talking about you mentioned uh, 3D movies is yes, a possibility yes uh, 3D movies they're 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 a possibility they're, they're gonna happen on the on the thing <laughs> they're gonna be great they're no, gonna th- be a lot better than no I think it could be theaters. this could be the uh, the pinnacle of 3D movies in yeah. terms of not being because yeah, virtual theater. You watch it on your Oculus Rift, and apparently it's just like being in a movie theater. So uh, you know, I get to watch things. It'll be fun. It'll be cool. And you were talking about how it might be cool to do. Um, so Tim told us to screens. yeah, and Tim told us to watch Gravity one time. Oh yeah, but he yeah. says you can't unless you watch in theater in 3D. In the sound. Well, I will with Oculus Rift. Yeah. But that's not only Oculus Rift. There's now you know Project Morpheus, which is on the PlayStation camp, oh, yeah, on the, the Sony camp. But they're but they're doing it for PlayStation Four, so it's not. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking before, like, oh, uh, Morpheus is going to come out before that. They might even do a better job. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? But 
like Phil mentioned, I, I forgot that that's for the PS4, right? So Indeed. Oculus is probably the best route in terms of, you know, PC. Just do that. Um, but no, let's see. Let's tell me other cool things. Would he was be, talking about digital entertainment. Oh, okay. Um, I will, let's just go, let's just stick to movies real okay, quick. Okay, let's do it. Digital filmmaking is excellent and the best thing ever, and it's only going to get better. I think I agree with In, you. On the filmmaking side. Yeah. Um, it's already great because I remember when I was uh, 14, 13, mm-hmm. 12, and I remember they said they're filming Star Wars Episode 2 digitally. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that sounds great. And then it came out. I looked at it. There was no difference that I could tell when I watched it in theaters. Digital film. Screw that. We're done with this film. I didn't. I never wanted to use film in the first place. I know many people are going to be like, what? Film? You don't want to use film? Well, okay, sure. Maybe once or twice I'll but still, do it just for the experience, you, just to but, feel. But, but, but film still has a slightly different quality. It still has a slightly different quality. Yes, that's the important thing. I will admit but this. I'm starting to think what you were talking about, how uh, you can fake it. Uh, filming things at a very at a much superior resolution um, with you know great lenses, so on and so forth, and put film filters over that subtle mm-hmm, film mm-hmm, filters. Mm-hmm. And I really think that, like you said before, you will not be able to tell the difference. Yep, that uh, discussion is over. We're done with that. Let's move on and say uh, digital uh, cinema screens. Uh, 4D is kind of a gimmick, which we've explained yeah. last time. So. To make it a staple, you're going to have to do a lot of modifications if you want. 40? Yeah. No, I don't Because the not, reason they're doing these things is just so they can get more people to watch cinema so they don't go and watch things on their I phones. Know, I know. And I wish you could, we could just link David Kermode. Lynch talking about ah, yeah, watching David things Lynch. on your phone because I so agree with that because... True. <sighs> and that's the thing we were talking about before about mediums. Um, yeah, like Blu-ray. Yeah. I want to buy Blu-ray discs. I only have two. And they're, they are Lord of the Rings... The cartoon, Ralph Bakshi. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Beauty and the Beast. The Beauty and the Beast. Uh, the, 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 the so cleaned, it's ridiculously stupid looking edition. Yeah. Not good. Um, not someday good. I'd like to try to do a regrade of and It's so funny Beauty how the both Beast of these to make more cinematic. Both of these Blu-rays we have are, are not that great transfers. I mean, like, Beauty and the Beast is, is good transfer, <laughs> but they, they changed everything. Yeah, they changed the colors. colors. It's all flat. And but the black. Bakshi one, uh, Lord of the Rings, the DVD. Not very better. good. Yeah, it looks, the DVD has which better colors. Which is, yeah. And those are the only ones I got. I would like to get more. The reason why is because, obviously, 1080p is very close to 2K, which is the standard cinema projection resolution, resolution for movies. And believe it or not, everybody, when people scan movies... Uh, from film to edit them, which has been happening since 1993, 1990s, early 90s, yeah. even in the 80s, some of that, that's just been happening, and now it's obviously standard. Mm-hmm. Except for some people, you know, some some classics, some classical people who want to edit with uh, old editors, which is fine. And well, here's something that maybe some people might not know. I know what? I, uh, the 2K is nearly 1080. I mean, yeah. not nearly, it's just... just a, a notch above 1080. Yeah. It's not like it's an extra point. No. Uh, whatever. Nine. And I know some of you are going to be talking about, oh, wait, but, you know, like, when you sc- you can scan film to, to to 6K, to 8K, it's still not good enough. And it's like, <laughs> film yeah. goes up to 10 million Yeah, okay, K. so here's the thing about the film, right? Uh, you can scan film just like you can scan anything, any organic... Uh, Material. Yeah. In any, like, super high resolution, you'll always get more detail. 
because it's a, it's a real thing. It's made out of atoms and yeah, molecules. Yeah. But there's a limit to the resolution that it was printed on. Yeah. Depends on the lens. Depends on the stock that you're using. Depends on the the time of day, like the the, the sunlight it takes yeah. through the lens. It depends on the focus of the lens. What are you gonna do? Yeah. And then it depends on how how much it's been faded over the years. That too. Yeah. There's all of this, and then and then when they have to develop the film. There might be problems too, so you can't you can't just say film will, is just super high res- resolution, you know. Yeah. When you film something in film, sixteen millimeter, eight millimeter, thirty millimeter, seventy millimeter, all of them are going to be still much much more resolution than digital. But which is the complete but garbage. physics doesn't work complete like that. Tosh. Yeah, exactly. It's impossible. They said that they scanned a copy of Lawrence of Arabia, um, which was filmed in uh, seventy millimeter. They scanned it in like 8K or 16K or something like that, and they said they noticed wrinkles in the film based on the uh, yeah the, 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 the heat waves in the, sun. the sun when it was when they were filming, and it's like yeah, but that's the resolution of the literal like the actual film, not yeah. what's printed on the film. Yeah, there's a limit to these things, but 70 millimeter is pretty high res, and I think uh, basically you can't. I would say 70 pure more into the film yeah than, but than people, people think this all the time that film is some kind of magical I think, I think it's for some reason i think because of the advent of digital i think we've kind of gotten to this point where uh film is over glorified and i think especially from people who are more into cinema history i feel like you know they're they're maybe saying oh you know lamenting film you know much in the way like um uh you know people who like music like me uh some people might be lamenting tape, you know, that was used to record yeah, yeah, yeah. albums a long time ago. Um, it really doesn't matter. I mean, tape has a special feel, definitely, you know. Um, but it doesn't mean that just because you recorded an album on tape, suddenly it's just elevated it, you know, so much. It's, it's a different yeah, tool. Yeah, I mean, we have to yeah. use these tools. The music is important, you know. Mm-hmm. And that, that has to do with, with music. Uh, it has to do with mixing and how you approach a mix. And if anything, digital has, has actually, you know, brought so many advantages, you know. You have a bigger set of tools to work with you know so yeah, that, that's with, the same thing that's what it yeah, feels like to me with, about same film, film. Mm-hmm. so yeah people could should stop talking about that so so when i was a kid i noticed digital filming and i was magical and yeah. we watched the you know we watched the demo on episode three mm-hmm. which we talked about a few times ago yeah and yeah so there was no reason to film and film honestly the only reason is just to be nostalgic but i i never really cared i just for me it's the content the movie the movie that that, that, the finished result and what are people going to watch it what's the end result you're going to watch on tv or whatever which we should talk about that's also a part of digital entertainment what uh what formats are probably best suited okay. for, let's say, digital entertainment? Okay, let's do that because, like, you know, you uh, said you future. wanted, you didn't want to be two hours, so... No, 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 gonna... it's fine. <laughs> let's do it. I don't care. No, I'm just saying in general. We can go two hours. Why not? Who cares? Uh, so, formats. I think in terms of uh, film, um, I don't know what the best format is going to be in the future. For home Bl- video? Yeah, for home video. Blu-ray currently is... That's why I said um, I wanted to buy Blu-ray discs because they're they're pretty close to archival quality when it comes to. But see, that's the thing, movies. though. But that is true because people. It's so funny how people are like, nah, I'll stick to DVD. Well, fine, <laughs> stick to stupid DVD. Yeah, DVD, uh, not the best. Meanwhile, I'll I'll be having a projector and watching movies in you know in in as high resolution as you can, super low compression, yeah. on Blu-ray because it's such high resolution. Yeah, and it's almost but, but, so almost the cinema quality yeah. so, so what that's the end result like you, you said most films at least uh from a couple of decades ago that shot in film scanned in 2k right yeah so the, they peaked at 2k like in terms of they cut it off at 2k yeah like, when they we'll never get higher than 2k from those film 
prints. Yes. Like, that's it. That's the limit that they chose when they were scanning it. Yeah. Um, so Blu-ray would be good for that. All those movies that were yeah. scanned in 2K, great. But now, but moving forward, okay, yeah. what about movies Here we from go. the past that, were, that are still archived from film yeah. that weren't scanned at the computer, you know, films that were done analogly, you know, like Jaws or something. Yeah. Um, those could still be scanned at a higher resolution, yes. you know, like 4K, for example, yeah. or 6K, or whatever, you know. Pick some really high Yeah, you'll see much more defined grain. Yeah, okay, but that's fine. But I'm saying... But <laughs> not I'm saying more defined... Not quality, necessarily yeah. more defined, like, But wrinkles. for archival purposes, you'll know at least you have yeah, the, yeah, the highest of course. quality. I think probably the future inevitably is going to be hard drives and, you know, yeah. or whatever, servers, or whatever that happens in the future. Uh, I don't think it's going to really be physical discs, I guess, right? I guess not. Unless they, they release, like, Blu-ray 2 or something. They said they're going to maybe do 4K Blu-ray, but... Yeah, so I don't know. Which, like, I would, which I would love to get as well. I mean, like, if people start getting 4K Blu-ray, yeah. uh, I would totally get a library of 4K Blu-ray discs. Yeah. Because that, that's even more than archive quality. You got, you got your movies. Yeah. And they're, they're going to be perfect. So if you have your own home cinema, exactly. it's going to be almost cynical. Um, so but I think a, a trend today, at least, is... Um, not really a trend. It's just a manner of watching stuff is yeah. things like Netflix, streaming. Yeah. That seems to be kind of the de facto... Um, yeah, format. what do we say about this? Streaming, I don't have much experience in like the quality of it, um, but it does definitely seem... Okay, this this ties into kind of uh, the Apple iTunes approach of releasing movies, right? Yeah. Um, it does definitely feel like a ripoff. I mean, like imagine buying a movie. I once saw on iTunes, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, just as an yeah. example. It was like, you know, $15 or something on iTunes, you know, HD, quote unquote. Yeah, which, quote unquote HD. Because from iTunes, it's going to comp- be compressed, yeah. you know? So it's like Glossy. a four gigabyte movie or maybe like an eight gigabyte movie but the blu-ray would be like what 20 gigabytes 50 50 yeah um depending on the scan quality um but then you go on amazon (laughs) and the blu-ray is like 12 bucks so (laughs) you know plus bonus features plus plus packaging all these different things so it's like yeah it's convenient to buy itunes but you're getting a lower quality uh picture you're not getting bonus features and that kind of stuff so just just so you don't don't be lazy and Put the disc and into just wait the a couple player. days till you know. Bloody. If you have Amazon Prime, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so I don't know what the best format will be in terms of like if it's going to be digital. But if they can stream like 8K uncompressed, yeah, but which will happen. I mean, like once it the will. Internet, once the internet gets like super fast, then it's not going to be a problem. Then you'll be able to stream all these movies yeah. at uncompressed qualities. But for now, I mean, like, I don't think you know. I think Blu-ray is the best bad. way to go, in my yeah. opinion. And if there's 4K Blu-ray, even better. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, the best way to go is if you know people in the industry mm-hmm. and you're like, can I have the, the master for all my favorite movies? Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. Speaking of which, they're go- I think they're going to release all the Hobbit movies in 48 frames per second digital. Really? Yay. Really? Maybe. Oh, this yeah. is the best. That'd be so good. That'd be so good. BBC uh, humping. Yeah. But... Uh, to answer, uh, yes. Did you answer the question? Yuren, Yuren, Jerome. To answer Jerome's question. Yeah, Jerome, we're asking you a question. I mean, answering your question. The the future is pretty much just um, people watching that at home. <laughs> yeah, I guess. and then and then and then cinema might just be a sort of some kind of novelty thing. But then I don't know. I don't think so. I hope not. I hope people keep. St- Can we talk about the crazy still- Reddit story? No. Okay, okay. yes. Talk about the crazy Reddit story was that it was one a thread Reddit. on Reddit one time. Of course, it's Can't, was it like our movies or something, right? The place where the crazies go. Uh, yeah. And uh, the idea was the discussion was about how 
movies, how cinemas will evolve in the future. Like, what will happen to cinemas? You know, will it be, <laughs> will we all just be streaming stuff and cinemas will be empty or whatever? And then one guy comes in and is like, well, I think that cinemas are going to evolve this way. Uh, we're going to have um, stadium stadiums, stadiums reserved for the cinema. Screens are going to be just gigantic. People are going to come. It's going to be an event. It's going to be $80 to get in there. So you're going to be wearing tuxedos. You're going to, wear <laughs> you're going to come in there. It's going to be like the old you're theaters. Going to, you're going to go at your table. You're going to be dining while watching your movie. What is that? Like, how is that a cinema experience? <laughs> so it's like a like a football-sized stadium, right? Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. So That's the audio, first of all. Yeah, the audio is going to be like that. If you're going to, if you're thinking of putting speakers. <laughs> Half the time you're going to look at your steak. <laughs> looking up. <laughs> I just don't understand this. Like, I don't understand. Like, what? what? That was crazy. <laughs> and uh, if that's how the future of cinema is going to be, I'm, I'm going to be very sad. Yeah. But I think that the cool thing is, but I think, before, I think it's still okay. I think people are still going to cinema. Yeah, people are still, still going to Because movies. I think people know I remember it's someone an said, what George Lucas said, he said it was like a social experience where you go out with your friends, friends and yeah. you have a, like a community, like a, a social experience. Well, yeah, I mean, you can talk about the movie. You yeah, can share you go it into it, and for me, the cinema is like the most magical place because it's, awesome. it's so amazing. You're like, you just sit there in the room, and, and especially and these modern ones. window into the world. Yeah, and it's like, you just get And if the movie's good, you just get sucked into this world, mm-hmm. and it feels like when you're in these seats, and the seats are cool, and before you get into it, you get the ticket. Like, before you even arrive at the theater, um, you... You know you're thinking about going to watch the movie. You're preparing to go, so you're driving over there. You get there, you get the ticket, and it feels like when you get into that lobby and you go through the through that little hallway, which is like my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. The you know the one that sort of like goes up and the curves down. a bit. And yeah, and then you go into the this giant. Like, at least IMAX was the best, where you go into. That was the, cool. You go into this narrow passage, and then the giant IMAX. Mm-hmm. The lights are dimmed, and there's this blue light you know, like illuminating the, the bottom of the screen mm-hmm. and it feels like you're on a spaceship yeah. and it feels like you're going into another world. And that is so cool. I know. I, know, I can never get tired of those things. And so that's why I think that probably cinema, I think will probably not go away anytime soon. No, I, I, and, it uh, doesn't seem like but it. But like, like I said before, it'd be sweet if they did start supporting simultaneous releases. Yeah. Because it's just a cool idea. I Guess mean, what someone said. Someone said, what? why do you go to the cinema? Because it's not out yet on, Are you on Blu-ray. Yeah. Mm. I mean, different approaches. Okay, I mean, if you want to watch a movie at home, it's cool. But like I said, that's, that's the other thing. Like uh, that's what I'm saying. What am I talking about? That's what I'm talking about. Someone telling us releases. If you want to watch a movie at mm-hmm. home, you have the option. The movie came out, and it's like I don't really want to go to the theater. I, want, I feel like this movie will probably be, won't be that great or something. Or like I don't know, I have too high hopes. I mean, whatever the reasons are, it doesn't matter. But I feel like that option is a cool thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So and why not? I mean, like the means are all there. Everything's digital. Yeah. And I think 4D, you could you could make it cool because it's not that great. You could right fix now. some stuff. Definitely. Yeah, it could. It's 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 very it's very it's very first draft. Mm-hmm. It could be refined to be more subtle and less kitschy, and yeah. it'd be great. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, that should be uh, it. I think I don't know what else to say. Do you want to? One more. We have one more bit of news. I admit this is the only reason I chose to say this news is because uh, I just wanted to. I just. I, I just wanted to go, oh, chimpanzee got monkey news! It's the jingle. Jingle we all know is monkey jingle. news yeah. from uh, XFM Radio with Rick Gervais and Carl. Steve Merchant. And Carl, Carl, who would probably, uh, if he saw this, he would, uh, this news, yes. he would be like, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. <laughs> Doesn't count. It's not monkey news. news. It's just, yeah. So what's the news, Phil? The mo- <laughs> news is, um, monkey 
Oh no! <laughs> Beige not found. Beige not found. It's not <laughs> legitimate news. But the point is that there's this self-portrait okay. this uh, macaque monkey did. Macaque. That's what they're called. Okay. They're macaques. And he he's like this black his monkey. Pants. He's macaque in his pants. Yes. And he took a self-portrait. I think everybody saw it okay. picture. He's like this long face and smiling at the camera. Apparently, it's not. Oh really, yeah, you know? I think I remember that. Um, and Wikipedia has the picture on the on the article for macaques or whatever. <laughs> and uh, the photographer doesn't want him, them to use his photo anymore. Yeah. Fair enough. Wikipedia, what does it do? Doesn't want to delete it. Because it claims that the macaque, the monkey, has uh, the actual rights since, it, since he was a photographer. Are you serious? Yeah. And so the monkey has it. the rights. And so to Wiki- the picture. Yeah. Because so, he held the camera. Yep. And it's not the photographer's. Can someone check? That monkey is not human. That's the, that's, that's, that, that's the big thing going against it. That. Monkey isn't legal person. Do you hear that? Yeah, what is that? No, no. Why is this? Why is this even talked about? Who knows? The only reason I chose this was to say, "Ooh, chimpanzee that." Tobacco in your house. And that's it. Thank you. Okay. And okay. To, and to wrap this up. Yes. To wrap this podcast up with a nice little ribbon, Jake has a surprise for us all. What do you think, Jake? What do you want? Well, Phil. Have I got a surprise for everyone? It's time for a game. A game? So here's a game where uh, I'm going to play the beginning of a song. Well, it's going to be two stages here, Phil. Ready? Yep, I'm ready. Stage number one, five songs. Easy. I'm pretty sure you're going to get these, okay? Okay. But test your knowledge. Test my knowledge on music. popular... Not, well, I don't well, know about popular, music but that music that I, I would listen to? Yes. Um... That you probably don't have a, a ton of knowledge about, but, but you've probably heard of these. Before. Yes, but sometimes you would share it, and I would hear it, and I would probably remember them. Exactly. And so your duty, your your uh, task is to listen duty. to. I'm going to play like a snippet, just like a snippet uh-huh. at the beginning of the song. Okay. And you have to guess the name, the track name, and the band name. Okay. So first you can do band and then track name. And if it, it, maximum around five seconds, but if you need more, if you need more okay, track, I'll okay. give you. But gotcha. You gotta guess it. So the first, right. first five tracks are easy. Second five tracks are gonna be a little bit, a little bit hard. Okay, and then and then when that's over, yes. it's my turn, and we tally the points later on. Well, there's no points. It's just we're gonna see. Okay, this. why not? This is just a little bit of entertainment. Hold on, don't say anything yet. Uh, let's go and breach some copyrights. No, it's okay because we're playing little clips. That doesn't matter. Really? I checked. What? Yeah. Really? It's like you even mentioned a name. Yeah, it's if, garbage. If if um a five life could do it, we can do it. Okay. Who cares? I don't care. See, that's how you do it. American accent. That's how I'm supposed to be talking in an American accent. Next time, someone has to tell me that I'm not doing the American accent right because I want people to know that I am an American citizen, which yes. I am, <laughs> legally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> legally. Legally. Uh, I'm not an alien of any kind. Just, I'm just a first-generation American citizen. Or like right. second-generation, was it? Uh, first generation. First generation. There you go. My kids, if they were going to get born in America, would be second generation. Yep. There you go. That's my American speech while I'm waiting for Jacob to uh, hey, Phil, talk about freedom. I can also and be an American. I'm an American. Come you're on, American man. too, yeah. I remember when you came up from this birthday party from your friend's place <laughs> yeah, in I remember. Indiana. You were speaking so American. It was like so buttery American. It was like really, really, really American. Was it complete with likes and everything? Like, 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 yeah. Sounds The rush. Good. The rush of birthday parties. Yep. Especially okay, let's when do this. Here we go. Party. Okay, go. Okay, let's see if this works. Here we go. Okay, this is going to be good. Tell me, this is the first one? This is the first track, Easy Mode. 
<laughs> George Duke, cool. Excellent. Wake up, smell the coffee. Excellent. Didn't even. I. This is okay. I didn't. I was. I was really. I was prepared for something. This is the easy. This is the easy one. Okay, got down. Perfect. Ready for track two. All right. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. You know yet? I'm going to guess since this is easy mode. I'm going to guess that it's uh, back in time. No. Oh. By Huey Lewis in the news. It's not. It's not Sailor Moon, is it? Nope. Nope. Okay. I hope we can put this in. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, Deftones. It's uh, uh, Diamond Eyes. Diamond Eyes. Perfect. You're doing great. Ah, thank you. Thank Excellent. you. Let's go. I hope I'll be able to put this in. Okay, pretty good. Pretty good, man. You're doing good. You're doing good. <sighs> Third track, easy mode. All the leaves, All the leaves changing <laughs> from the okay, here we go. Artist? New York. Um, that's our friend Joel Levi. Yes. Who is a musician. And we played his song once. And this is his other song. It was pretty cool. What's it called, Phil? Track uh, title. The Little Places. Perfect. Yay! Excellent. Okay, I didn't know these were that easy. Phil's easy mode. I okay, told you. Okay, I, I thought it was like easy would Last be sort of like medium, like, mode. you know, in games. Okay. Uh. Wow. So nice. Uh, oof. Well, that's. Oh! Well, I see, it's like the beginning, I don't remember, but I do know this one. Okay, this one's... That's Daft Punk. Um, the, the George Duke riff. Yep. Um, What's the song name? Heavy Breathing. I, 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 oh. Okay, I'll give it to you. Digital love. Oh, I wouldn't. See, we're known. going into hard mode. Oh, now. that's good. That's good. Okay, so now that this is what was this? this is the third one? This is this is the this is oh, this is still easy mode. Ready? Okay, one more for easy. Let's go. <laughs> okay, I have to give you more for this. Uh, d- 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 any idea of d- band? I mean, you like this song. So- you're, you're like, this is a good song. I like that song. Well-known band. Uh, like, like, I'll give you hints. I watched it once. It was good. Foo Foo Fighters. Yep, yep. The band, right? Because I was gonna say Nirvana for some reason. Well, yeah, excellent. You know, Nirvana died. Okay, come on. Sorry. Okay. Is it? Is it? The one with the the the. There goes my yes. Ear. Oh, okay. I just it's very good. I, I I would know if I had the chorus, obviously. No, no, no but... this, is, this is the beginning of the song. This is this is, this is why I'm testing your knowledge. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go into hard mode. Hard mode. I hope I get more time for this one. You will get a little more time. One, two, two. Oh, got the voice in there. One. Um. Uh. Um. Moss Def? No. no. <laughs> um, he was in Hitchhiker's Guy. Uh, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, man, I'm a friend. Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm a friend. Uh, Myers. Hey, Myers. 
<laughs> hey Myers. Myers making that music. Let's see, uh, um, no, this is easy. Stephen Myers. No, oh, I messed this up. It's like, oh, John Mayer. John Mayer. You know the track name or no? Waiting for the world to change. Yes. I don't know how I got that one. This is popular before. Waiting. Here we go. Waiting. Next track. Hard mode is okay. Coming in. Okay. Uh, that's take five. Yes. By. Give you the first letter D. The D A V E. Davey Jones. Davey Jones. First name. First word is Dave. I don't Dave know. Dave Rubik Quartet. Oh, but you knew I the song. Should, take five. Yeah, right? I, I, yeah. I, yeah. Famous. Okay, here we go. Next track. Okay. This, this is this is the middle one. Oh, uh, that's uh, that's uh, I I I. Uh, you know this one? We play. You played this a few a few days ago. So I remember. Really? Yeah, it's it's famous. It's, yeah, it's famous. ACDC. No. Oh, it's not ACDC. No. Oh, then it's um. Oh man, people are gonna hate me now. Um. This is hard mode. This is hard mode. Everybody, everybody knows. Everyone's it. like, is this band? Yeah. Um. Should I give you the first letter? Yeah. L. Led Zeppelin. There yeah. we go. Led the Zeppelin. No, um, I guess. I guess. I mean, um, I, everyone would probably know this, but the immigrant song. Oh yeah, that's. Of. I was. Oh man. Here we go. You're I know gonna, people you're gonna are going to hate me about this. This is a little trick. Okay. This is a little like extra in the hard mode. Maybe you'll okay. know this. Ready? Don't tell me. I don't even know. Really? Okay, I have a t-shirt. I hate this. I hate this. If you know this. What are they? I'll give you a little more. So this is a good hard mode one. For me, everybody else is like, this is the easiest thing. I don't know. This band isn't like super. Ruben? No. High Life? Middle Life? M, correct. Dynasty Warriors. You give up? Fargo. Do you Fargo. No, 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 no. Um, I thought M. I told you. Oh, you said M. You yeah, said yeah. I said F. No, M. M. Um, uh, Meridian Street. No. More cowbell. First group mute. Come on. Mute math. Yeah. Okay. You know the track name? No way. Typical. <laughs> That's the track name. Really? Yeah. Typical. Oh. <laughs> okay. Last track. <laughs> I don't think mine will be very hard, though. Oh, man. See, I know the tune. That's the whole point. I'm trying to get oh, you to, to know the band I sound, name. I sound like these stupid kids who play anything. They, they know, they know. They know the song Call my number, maybe. It's okay, it but you don't listen. It's okay, because you know, you know that you've heard these tracks, but you don't necessarily listen to the music, so it's fine. Bam, 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 bam. I, I wouldn't be able to know. Really? It Come like, on. It sounds like you and Tim made it up. I okay, don't know. so the lead singer of this band looks like Johnny Depp. Oh, Jack White. Yeah, but what's the band name? White Stripes. Yep. The song? Don't Stripe My Whites. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there it is. The Seven Nation Army. <laughs> don't Stripe nice. My Whites. Well, oh, you did pretty good. You did pretty good on the I easy think rounds. I think you tally this once. Like, we so gonna I think you probably like. I think you got, got all. You got about. Let me see. But without hints. I wouldn't. I think you got about a four or five without hints. Oh, it's about half. Well, that's yours. Yep. And that was that was the quiz game for Phil. <laughs> Is it my turn now? It's pretty bad. Uh, yes, yes, it's your turn. So I I did the same thing. 
Um, this is gonna be it hard. Is, man. Uh, it's it's films, also, um, unfortunately, it's just music that I know. So but that's this one. Yeah, that's what I did too. Yeah, but that's so but the problem is the music that I know people don't know that much. So it's gonna be hard for them to even know. It will all try to because for you it's gonna be fun because yours is like music that people listen to. Philip, who knows, Philip? Maybe okay. Maybe someone's listening to all right. So similar music. There's easy mode and there's hard mode. Right. Same thing. I right. got. Uh, I got so, eleven, but uh, the, but one of them is really short. Okay, so, so I, guess I have to guess. I can't guess the track names. Obviously, it's impossible. No. So I'm just gonna guess movie first and then composer, or either or. It doesn't okay, matter. okay, let's do it. Just okay. just whatever comes to your mind. But these these are these are snippets. These aren't beginnings of the songs, right? Huh? Yours are snippets like cues, right? Opposed to my yeah, intros. these are cues, okay. and they don't have to be the beginning. Okay, okay. Because I figure some stuff that begins in a movie score. May yeah, have could some, be like yeah. okay. Cool, let's do it number one. All right, so number one. Here's number one. Crap. Okay, I think I know the um, the composer. Hmm? Harry Gregson Williams. No. What? No. It sounds like him though. I think I, I think this might have been a little too hard for easy mode. I thought because like I played it a lot whenever you know me and you are in the same place working on separate things, yeah. and I sometimes play music. I've heard this before? It's from a video game. A video game. Okay, good. Yeah. Thanks. A video game I never played, but I love the music. In fact, I think. Okay, I need another hint. This is impossible. This Tillman Celesco did the music. You don't even know who no. it is. Never mind. I'm sorry. The first. Can you give me another it's hint? A, it's, it's, a, it's an <laughs> RTS kind of game. RTS, RTS. Real time strategy, right? Uh, kind of, but it's sort of like civilization. Okay, okay. Uh, World Warcraft. No. Uh, I think I think this is. I'm okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Boy, I know 17 0s. Oh, yeah. I mean, 1404. Anno 14. right? Great. Da, 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 da. Yeah, Sorry, was, that was okay. a little too hard. I thought, I thought sneak, you would remember. Sneak hard one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, here's here's number two. This one will probably be a lot easier. Okay. And go. Stop. Alice, Danny Elfman. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. 2000, what is it, 10 or something like that? Yep. One point so far. Let's do the second Good. one. That was easy. Now this one, I I have to apologize. I just love this so much. I was so obsessed with it. I had to find it and okay. get it. Okay. This is the easiest you'll ever get, okay. but I love it so much because I want to play it because it's so cool. Got it. Kept you waiting. Metal Gear Solid Five. Yes. Let's play it again. Ten, 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 ten. That is pretty cool. Such a good riff. Such a good riff. Sorry, that was, that was, that was, that was too a good easy. One. Okay, so. Continue easy mode. Yes, continue easy mode. This is number four. Ready? Huh? 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 Easy mode, huh? Da, 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 Akira? Da. Yes. Yes. There you go. Akira. Whoo ha, whoo ha. <laughs> Bye. Oh, uh, special appearance by Joe Hisha. <laughs> no, Geno Yamashimo. Yamashino Yan. Oh wow, I don't even know how to say it. Geno Yamashimo. Yamashiro Gumi. Nice. I wouldn't have known. Yamashiro Gumi. Yamashiro Gumi. Yamashiro Gumi. 
Sorry, that, that that's actually a collective of people really? that aren't musicians by profession, but they oh. come together and they make musical. That's interesting. Craziness. That. It's interesting. Okay, cool. So there we go. That's that's good. Okay, good with okay, that. Okay. Uh, here's another easy one. I like this one. I think this is the one that I like. I think I like this one. Uh, hold on, let me just. Done. Got it. It is a uh, little princess. Uh, yes. A uh, little princess by. A, oh no, uh, a composer by. He made. She changed his style later, didn't he? I just love that beginning. It's good. That Patrick Doyle. Ah. He did uh, some. He did Aragon. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. Number six. Hard Here modes coming in. Here we go. Number six is the last of the easy ones. Okay. I don't even know what this one is. Oh, yeah. Got a planet Earth. Ah, okay, I got all the easy ones in the bag, except for number one, which is a sneak. I'm sorry. I just wanted to do it because, like, remember the da 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 da, and it kind of just fades out. There's like no more notes. Planet Earth? Yeah, I'm Planet yeah. Earth. Welcome to Earth. Okay, so here's cool. the hard. Are okay. you ready for hard mode? Yes. I'm ready for hard Wonder mode. if you'll get this one. You'll never guess this one. I'll be very surprised if you do. Video game. Nope, not a video game. Anime. Nope. We watched this movie this year. So oh, okay, I know. It is going to be the Lego movie. Godzilla. Nope. Captain America. Uh. Winter yeah, Soldier. No, I wouldn't have. That wouldn't have made any connection with Because that. there's no theme. It's just... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Well, hard By mode. By Henry hard Jackman. Is, Henry Jackman. Is definitely difficult. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's the whole point I, of hard mode. Okay. Uh, <laughs> here's number two. Wonder if you... Now, here's... This one. This one's... What? This one's... Possible? Is it possible? It's possible. But you have to remember the music. Okay. Let's go. Wow, I don't know. Kind of relevant for today's talk. Ah, I know. Spirited away. Huh? Spirited away. So close, so, so close. close. Come on, before the song starts. Oh, it's not. No. Not Spirited Away. I thought maybe you might for the But yeah, it's Joe Hisaishi. Okay, okay. Is it uh, Princess Mononoke? Yeah. Okay, What scene, though? What it's scene? the scene at the beginning. Yes, when, when well he's done. The, See, then when, you instantly remember. When the meat then monster... Yeah. The meat monster. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Okay, now this. I wonder if you'll get this. Now this okay. one, this one. <laughs> Let's see if you get this one. Sims. Oh, this does sound like The Sims. Sim composer? No. I wonder if Frank Ireland would know. Dun, ba, dun. Sounds like Sims now that you mention it. No clue, dude. Are you sure? It's just still got some time. Oh. Nightmare for Christmas? No. 
Uh, Peter Pan, the new movie. <laughs> no, it sounds familiar. Frozen. But... Oh wow. I thought you wouldn't. No. Probably, I thought I thought you might recognize. The yeah, because I, I really don't remember a lot of the music apart from some of the cues, and that was not a cue I remembered. Okay, Sorry. so so hard mode so far I got one right. Oh, I feel so bad because I was I I sort of like I'm like I aced yours in comparison. Hard, hard mode, you were. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, so here's another one. This is number four. This one's. Uh, I don't even know what this. Okay, is. let's do it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Manos. No. <laughs> oh, I should have done that. That would have been good. Oh, uh, Rescuers. No. Ah. Disney? No. We talked about this on the podcast, too. What podcast? Today? Today! Bum, bum! Bum, ba-dum, bum, bum! <laughs> it sounds like Manos. Yeah, it really it. does. Okay, you gotta hit me a hint on this. Huh? Hint on this, come on. The, the track is called The Desert. Oh, this is The Desert, yeah. <sighs> See By uh, Maurice Jarre. <sighs> I'm, I'm sorry, Andy. Okay, this is the last one. Let's do this. The finale. We were talking. The finale guess. We talked about this as well today. Okay. Just as a good okay, hint. Okay, good hint. Just, this will help me out a bit yeah. so I can contextualize. Ready? Yeah. Da 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 da! Robin Hood. <laughs> Close! Uh. Whoa. Why well, can't I remember what this is? But you know it! I think. But you know it! Okay. Let's think here. Let's think about this logically. We talked about today, right? Okay, that's good. It is going to be some kind of a scene with people jumping around. Yep. Yep. Frolicking. That's what the okay. music implies. Okay. Power Rangers. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to. If you give me maybe one more hint, okay, you want, I think I okay, I can play up. it again, and I can. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. But I don't know if it'll help much. That's the problem. And I'll put some quotes in there, but I don't think I'll put quotes in there. I can't hear any quotes. Huh? I I'll put. Hear. I'll do it. But it won't help me. Oh, I won't be this. Uh, <laughs> go go. Oh, pfft. I won't oh, God, be this. Black Cauldron. Yes, I won't be this assistant uh, pig keeper. Uh, yeah, Come, Henwin. I am the greatest. Let me take the stick and. Uh, yep. There it is. There we go. And that was that was this, this game. And thus concludes our music. Game. So I was a little bit too un. I didn't know I was going to be so. You know it was going to be so hard for me, right? Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm sorry about this. Next time I'll try better. Okay, no, it's I'll fine. Try it's better. Fine. It's fine. This was this was the experimental. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Show. Cheap, show cheapest show chimps. The cheapest, cheapest chimps. Yeah. Jake's quiz show. Cheapest chimps. <laughs> okay. That was pretty fun. Uh, uh, so yeah, what will what will we do for next time? I don't know. We'll figure something out. Hopefully, we'll be doing something. Yes, instead of just ranting around. So anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, uh, we were just hanging out. I, I hanging can't out. repeat myself. All the time. Hanging out, uh, hanging out with the family, having ourselves a party. So panels, sweet. Okay. Wait, Bye. no, no, no. What? What? 
That was this week, right? Yes. This week. Oh, that was know. the week of Monday, August 11th. Yeah. Guess what? Two more of these and we're done. With August. Yeah. Augustus. And then that's it. Uh, you won't hear me talking about the weather until next, next, next summer. summer. Yep. But if our high-tech studio gets upgraded to even more high-tech, yes. you won't hear me complaining at all, ever. Zero complainage. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. All right. Cool. Mm. Bye. <laughs> Then if I do this, it's gonna be oh, no, no, clipped. It's okay. No, no, I didn't Clipping. know. I thought the thing wasn't recording. Pain and devastation. So I think you're. I think we're all. How it tortures me we're too hide. How's it going? Oh, I hear some. You all right? Beauty. La di da di di. So good. La di da di do. Okay, perfect. So to the river, to the brain. Okay, so. Let's record this. What's going on here? So I'm going to start this episode. No, I'm just kidding. I don't really care.